Welcome to Power Play. I'm B Zelda, but in Port Ruby, I'm known as Ulez Gali. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you would like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes. Or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and uh, welcome to Power Play. Uh, I'm Rick Bud, your Game Master, and uh, these lovely people you see in front of you are uh, Sam Lev, who plays uh, Cadrax, uh, B. Zelda, who plays Ulez Galli, Caitlin Bruder, who plays Benny Beckett, and uh, Omar Najam, who plays Beyond Vigor. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, and yeah, um, uh, as usual, I want to throw some special thanks out to Jake and Warren and the mods and everyone at Q Times. Uh, we could not do what we do if they did not do what they did. And uh, your subs and your bits will help support Q Times and keep this platform available for us. And your donations to the tip jar uh, help uh, feed the people that you see here on the screen. It's our uh, Feed the Cast Fund. And uh, here's, uh, we, you know, we have some rewards to that end, and here's how they work. As usual, uh, at $50, uh, the Cast gets a point of uh, community determination. Uh, right now, I think there are three community points of determination, but a couple of players are just out of their own personal determination. So it is going at a premium once again. Uh, that's 50 bucks. And if we get to $150, in-game, our team has a mysterious benefactor who sends them gifts anonymously. Uh, out of the game, we know that that mysterious benefactor is you, the chat. And so far this season, you have sent them a single-use rear tack dispenser for the van, a voice stress analyzer that's plus one to Intel when uh, being used to detect lies, a single-use nitrous oxide injection system for the van, a police band radio, which is for some reason better than the one that you can download on an app on your phone, a parabolic spy microphone that works at distance three, and last week, as a bonus, you paid for the team to get the van painted with that cool kind of tritone paint that looks different from every angle. Uh, and I think that the van will be ready next game in game. Uh, and uh, and if we get to, oh, oh sorry. Uh, and for this week, the, the mysterious benefactor gift, almost skipped right over that, uh, you can get the team a remote control for the van that is good at a distance uh, of five. So about 10 to 20 blocks the team will be able to control the van without anybody actually driving in it to do like an RC car, like the little controls and like a little camera <laughs> and everything. Yup. Yes. And uh, yeah. And in, and, and that control will control all the things that are part of the van, including the nitrous oxide system and the rear tack dispenser, it, you know, and uh, I, I assume if we unlock that your mysterious benefactor will simply have Derek, the mechanic, uh, uh, put that into the upgrades as that he, while he's working on the van right now. And uh, if we get to $250, as usual, there's our After Credits lore drop, which is a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe, which is always a ton of fun. So uh, yeah, those are the tiers for this week. You can always see them in chat with command unlocked. And uh, if you can't help us out this way, you can always help out by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos or sharing our tweets and stuff like that. And we, we really appreciate all that too. And for a limited time, you can get PowerPlay merchandise, t-shirts, stickers uh, with uh, Caitlin's wonderful artwork on it. Uh, and that's available at the Q Times Teespring store. So you can see right there. Uh, the Q Times Teespring store and Jake will put that link into the chat for you uh, various points in the game. And the game, speaking of, is that we play here is called Icons. It's published by Ad Infinitum Adventures, and it was created by Steve Kenson. You can check him out on Twitter at S. Kenson. Uh, the book edition that I have is published by Green Ronin. You can't see what I'm pointing at, so I don't know why I did that. Uh, uh, they were sold out 
you know, they have been sold out for a while now. I, I don't know when they're getting more book editions in, but you can get it as a PDF and it's a super cool game. Uh, and uh, you can follow the show at PowerPlay RPG on Twitter and Instagram. And PowerPlay is now available as a podcast uh, for the podcast inclined. You can find it wherever fine pods are cast. And uh, I think that that is the announcements. Oh, wow. You already unlocked the first goal. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, so I'm going to bump. You got four points of community determination. And the next thing is the remote control. Thank you so much, everyone. And on that, let's play. Welcome back. Man, I love that song. Uh, so previously on Power Play, Vion, uh, who is under suspicion of the murder of someone who is actually himself, uh, told all of his secrets to his sister Amira and managed to win her over. Uh, Cadrax uh, found themselves at odds with Sonny, the son of their mentor, Sonnevel, uh, who has been staying at their apartment, but then quickly took off. Benny opened the envelope containing the name and address of her biological father, Adam Aubrey. And uh, Ulez briefly connected with another one of their species, uh, who we call Tulez, uh, before Tulez was snatched away by the teleporting green-robed figures associated with a pre-revolutionary group known as the Solidarity of Man. The team journeyed to Old Rifting Village, where they freed the soul of Guinevere Voler, a so-called witch who had predicted their arrival way back in 1674. And while they were there, they learned about the origins of the Solidary. And uh, that is where we pick up uh, that night, the evening of Thursday, November 12th. Uh, Benny Beckett, uh, as you are returning home to your apartment in Warehouse City, uh, say you you know, enter the building, you come up through your hallway and you get to the door and you notice something that is hanging on the doorknob uh, outside your apartment. It is a blue crystal on a chain uh, and you immediately recognize it as the necklace that Althea the Enlightenist gave you yesterday morning, which you then gave to Dino Mink. Uh, is there like a note attached to, is it just the necklace hanging there? Just a necklace hanging there. Hate that, and she'll grab it and unlock the <laughs> door and go inside. Yeah, I think and she'll uh, and yeah. if, like sit, like having on her desk and like arms crossed, like staring at it for a while. Like, <laughs> and while you are staring at that, let's uh, switch over to Fort Trumbull at Vion's apartment. Uh, when you and Ulez arrive at home, uh, Amira is waiting inside. She is sitting at uh, the. Uh, She's sitting at your, your your kitchen table playing chess with Sandy Carpa. And she looks up at you and says, uh, I hope you don't mind. Uh, I asked your landlord to let me in since, you know, you sent me for tea two days ago and you were gone when I came back. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, we've had a little bit of a busy uh, couple days. So, uh, yeah, please make yourself at home, sis. Well, actually... That's the opposite of what I'm here to tell you. Um, 
I am here to say goodbye. Uh, I am headed back to California on a late flight tonight, and uh, I, I just I have some business I need to take care of back there. And uh, and she kind of runs over to you and and she gives you a big hug, and then she turns to Ulez and she, are are you a hugger? Oh yes, I am. And and she walks over and and she gives you sort of a little bit more hesitant but you know polite hug, uh, you know, slightly slightly a little less embraced than she gives her brother, but uh, you know. But she seems to like you too, and, and she says, uh, "It was very nice meeting you, Les. And Vion, I'll be in touch. Sounds good. And Have a good flight. Please be safe. And did you buy the tea? <laughs> yeah, you'll find it over there uh, on the kitchen table. Well, we and, thank and you. Sandy kind of points down, and uh, he's like, "I think I'm going to head out too. Uh, been missing our drawing sessions, Les. Oh, I, I made this for you. And uh, he hands you uh, a little small square of paper that has a watercolor of you uh, sitting in the garden. This is beautiful. Vion, might I place this next to your bills on the fridge? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you can replace the bills with that. I wouldn't want to remove something that appears so important. Nah, and I'll just pull the bills off the fridge. <laughs> just chuck them on the countertop. And Sandy lets himself out, yeah, as you're putting that on the fridge. And uh, Leon, because you asked me to make a note of this last week, I'm going to remind you that you wanted to postcog the begonia that Tulez was holding. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah, normally I won't remind you of stuff, but you actually, you know, I said I would make a note of it this time. So uh, if you want to do that, now is your chance. Make your postcog roll. Okay, here we go. I freaking love Postcog the Begonia. It's my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to them every morning. Add that to the list of band names and songs we've got going. <laughs> okay, so much many good better lives. Much better lives. Yeah. Uh, eight. <laughs> eight. Uh, okay. That's a moderate success. Uh, okay, so, yeah, as you, you know, kind of, you touch it, and it's that thing where, you know, reality kind of fritzes out on you, and suddenly... Uh, you see Tulez in the street outside Greenacre Park. They're putting the begonia back on the display that they took it from. And they turn and the air crackles around them and those figures in the green robes appear right beside them. And Tulez glances really quickly at the face of the figure to their right. And through, the, through Tulez's eyes, you see beneath the hood, there is a black mask that covers the face of that person. And only their eyes are visible. And you take a look and what you catch really fast is that those eyes are brown okay um, all right and on that yeah you come back to reality uh and uh i i will just say you you know i will credit uh, i assume you will broadcast that to ulez as you did that. yes okay yeah so ulez you also have that knowledge and yeah. Oh, yeah, if you want to react oh, to it. Oh, I do not know what to do with that information, but I will make some tea. Great. And as you two sit down to drink tea and think about uh, what this may or may not mean, uh, we will uh, zip over to Serrano Memorial Hospital where Cadrax uh, is showing up for their shift. And as you walk in, you find Dr. Elizabeth Talley, your boss, uh, standing uh, kind of at the nurse's station uh, along with uh, Ted Berry, uh, the manager of the human resources department. 
Um, Elizabeth Talley, I think we cast as CCH Pounder, and Ted Berry, we cast as J.K. Simons. Uh, and uh, they are standing there, and Talley is like, Dr. D'Alto, we need to talk. And uh, Dr. Talley says, uh, I, 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 Mr. Berry here has found some, let's say for now, irregularities in your employment records uh, that are going to need to be straightened out. And Barry's like, yeah, that's putting it mildly. And Tally's like, if you don't, I am sorry I have to do this, Dr. Dialto, but uh, you are relieved of duty until this matter is settled. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I, I, ha I have to, uh, I, she kind of, I, I have, I have, I have to, and, and she kind of, grips her chest and falls down. I think I'm having a heart attack. And she falls down and kind of starts, you know, pulling herself, you know, her chest together, like as if she's experiencing great pain. All right. Uh, who's at the nursing station right now? Right now the station is empty. And uh, I will say is that right. Ted Berry is just sort of is like, oh my God, help, help. I'll, I'll go find a help. And he kind of like runs down a hallway, like shouting, nurse, nurse. I stand up. I go, uh, hit the code button. Uh, okay. There's a button that we'll call a code to your particular room, like a code blue. Uh, and since I am relieved of duty, I do not actively uh, assist coding. I will... Uh, since, especially because this isn't a code, it's just a very quick way to um, get page, unfortunately, uh, I realize now, but uh, I'll need to grab the EKG uh, and get that. And uh, let's see, it's um, Mona, morphine, oxygen, uh, nitroglycerin, aspirin. Know that okay. in case of heart attacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, we're, we're an educational show also. Uh, and... <laughs> Yeah, and and since you set off uh, the signal, uh, a you know a team of nurses and doctors sort of come rushing up, and uh, they uh, go to work on Doctor Tally. And uh, and what do you do? Just watch, or do you leave? Uh, I clear the area. The last thing you need is is people crowding. Uh, a medical event. I'm going to have to get my records together to hand off to someone else, apparently. Uh, I'm going to have to go home and think about how to resolve this because I did not make this cover. So I do not know how to shore it up. Okay. And you head back to your place, and uh, yes. and I will say that that clears up uh, what happens during the evening, and uh, yeah. The next morning comes around, and uh, what are you doing, Cadrex? Well, after Abigail is out the door, uh, because she works during the daytime. I have a lot that I, honestly, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch that the sunny frustratingly crashed on. 
absently patting dog's head. Can't feel him wherever he is right now. It makes me nervous because he's dangerous. And I don't know what he's going to do. Yes, I do. He's better trained kinda, than I am. Dog kind of cocks, cocks his head. Scratch behind the ear that he lowers. Uh, that they lower. Can't do this alone. I'm gonna pull out my phone and text, uh, text Vion. Vion. I need your help. Yeah, what's I going on, Doc? Your office. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm here. All right. I'll be there in 17 minutes. And okay. I send it a thumbs up. <laughs> you receive the emoji. And, uh,. Yeah, is it just Vian or is it everybody? At his office? Well, yeah, I guess. Ulas, are you there? Yeah, I think, like, I mean, that yeah. That seems like a thing that could well be a thing. Like, Ula's I know definitely. that Penny has, like, a job that intermittently she attends. Um, but I also know that uh, the roomies also tend to hang tight. So, like, whoever's. Yeah, you know, while you're on your way over there, I'll say, Benny, uh, you wake up to a call from Dino Make. Uh, who's just like, hey, uh, I'm not going in today. I just wanted to let you know I'm not going to need you. Um, I think somebody broke into my apartment last night. But, oh, jeez. Uh, Are you yeah, okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And weirdly, it doesn't seem that anything's been stolen, but I don't know. The lock was busted. It looked, you know, the door was open. Some things were disturbed. But uh, I don't know. I'm just going to keep checking through my stuff and make sure, uh, you know, everything's okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the day off. So uh, why don't you do the same? Okay. I mean, I hesitate to say, but if you need anything, let me know. That's scary. Thank you. I will. Don't abuse that. Talk to you later. She hangs up. Yeah, and uh, just about then, Cadrax, you were arriving at Vion's office uh, in Yard Hill. Uh, I open the door. Hey, Doc, come on Good in. Good morning. Uh, I do. I pace. Uh, not slow, like, TED Talk, like... I feel obliged to make our group aware of a possible threat with some urgency. I in no way want to detract from our search for your companion to us. Okay. But I do have a matter that I cannot resolve on my own. 
And so for this reason, I have solicited your assistance. Yes, sure. please. How can we yeah. help? I... I did not come here alone. Did you, you brought dog. I, I... I should have been more specific in my geolocationary scope. I did not arrive on this planet alone. Oh. Got it. There were others. Uh-huh. Uh, we came with a mission. Mm-hmm. That failed. I'm sorry for the failure. That is not always easy. I... I don't know the nature of the failure. And much like you, Ulas, I recently found a fellow of my kind. Well, that is very exciting. How, how did we not know this? Or did we? No. He is what I believe the humans would call a dick. Ah, got and it. Beyond so, has warned me. Yep. I I did not. He was not worthy of meeting you. Oh. We thank you then. But he came here to find out what happened to the people who came with me. Mm -hmm. And he is. I know. I know. He has my same skills and not the same compunctions about using them on people of this place. Got it. He wants to find out what happened to the people I came here with. And since I don't know what happened to them, I don't know what he will do if he finds out and I realized, Vion, you could find out. When I watched up in Riften, I, I can't believe it took me so long to realize you could find out. You can see into the choir beyond and you can see into the past. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm I'm still kind of getting my feet wet when it comes to that, but sure, yeah. I don't I don't know that they were in the water yet. No, oh no! Oh damn, Benny's not here. No, it's I think it's like I think it's a swimming thing. I think. Uh, more so like you know I'm I'm walking into some water and then I'll start paddling, but I haven't started paddling yet. Um, yeah, I'll give it. You know, I'll I'll definitely give it a try. I would be grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you think 
Benny would also be willing to accompany us. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Benny hates her job. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... <laughs> I think that's a real easy question to answer. Yeah, let's, you, we can go get Benny. I'll text Benny. I need a warrior. Would you stand willing? <laughs> uh, Benny is currently, again, sitting at her desk, staring in like angrily at this necklace, now kind of putting some pieces together and gets the text and is like, I think very touched by that um, and just replies, uh, of course, where do you need me? Uh, I will drop you a pin to a location, which is where I think perhaps the three of us might rendezvous. Uh. I think as as uh, they collect their stuff uh, to sort of like shepherd uh, you know, and all that and everything, like out of the office and toward where they think things might be, uh, mm. they, they just sort of hover a little bit by Ulas. I don't know why. It's just like a, a nervous hover of you get this, right? It's a fellow. Um. <laughs> yeah. I think they'll walk with you. Uh, so uh, I, I'm going to uh, take us, I guess, through uh, to um, Ridge Gardens. Sure. Um, you want me to explain this, or do you want to take them um, through this story yourself? <laughs> um, actually, I'll 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 say this. I think that's about as much briefing as Cataracts does, and they're still, like, nervous energy. So I don't think they actually offer much more. Sure. Um, um, unless people ask, at which point, you know, like, if... I, I know uh, Vion, for instance, isn't much of, of, of an investigator of any kind, but <laughs> nonetheless. And Ula certainly never asks questions. I didn't meet Benny through an interview, so, you know, altogether, just... Unlikely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Not a but, single yeah. question asker. Not one. Never. never. What's the question? I'll, never met her. <laughs> I'll say that I can definitely tell that the doctor is perturbed. And in that, before sort of reaching out to find out a little bit more, as we're kind of heading over, I see like a can, um, like just like a soda can. And I kind of just stroll over to it and I go, hey, doc, there's a real silly thing we do where sometimes we just like kick a can down the road. <laughs> real simple. Ain't nothing to it whatsoever. It makes a little bit of noise, but doesn't do any damage. But it's just something to kind of focus on. And I kind of kick it over to the doc. Okay. Stop. Scoot. Step, step. Scoot. Step. Thwomp. <laughs> Run. Dog chase. Look back over my shoulder. Am I doing this right? 
yeah, that's real good. Lips beyond like, yeah, did they do that right? <laughs> I think they're doing a great job. Uh, yeah. So as I've doing- done for the last year, I proceed to kick a can down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this. Um, so, yeah, you make your way uh, to Ridge Gardens. In fact, uh, Jake, can we get up the Baronsdale Avalon map for a couple of minutes? Um, and uh, we'll say, Benny, you kind of meet up with the three of them. And uh, Cadrax takes you uh, basically to the bank of uh, the Hallworth River, which is the river that separates uh, Baronsdale and Avalon. And um, standing on... Uh, on the bank of the Hallworth River is a little overwhelming to the olfactory sense. It kind of smells like fish and pollution, and that scent is pretty pungent. Uh, and uh, just to the east of you, you can see... Uh, that looks like an older version of the map. Um, but... Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. For, it's, yeah. Um, you, you can take the map down. <laughs> um, so yeah, standing on the bank of the Hallworth River, yeah, it's like uh, you, to the east of you, you can see uh, we'll call this the McQuilly Bridge, which is that uh, top bridge there, uh, um, or the 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 easternmost bridge, uh, and uh, right across from you, uh, you can see the sort of towering form of uh, the Global Union, which is uh, this. There you go. So you can see Ridge Gardens right there on the map. And uh, Ridge Gardens right there, that bridge right next to you is the McQuilly Bridge, and that river in front of you is the Hallworth River. And right over there in Monroe Harbor, across, uh, right across the river, you can see the towering form of the Global Union, which is Port Ruby's, let's say, version of the United Nations. And uh, the area that you are in looks like it was probably once thriving decades and decades ago. There are shops and buildings, you know, along the riverbanks and lots of small docks that presumably used to have boats anchored to them once. Uh, but now all the shops are closed and the buildings are long run down and the docks are empty and dilapidated. Cadrax looks like something is about to jump out of the shadows. They're, they're just, they are ready. They are so adrenaline, just like they don't know what they're going to they have to fight here at dilapidated part of town, but they're ready. Okay, so is this uh, where uh, um, uh, you're leading us? Uh, this is, well, this is the last location that I know they arrived before whatever it was went wrong. Okay. So it might be here. It could be anywhere between here and and Cadrax just flicks their eyes toward the global union building. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, is our plan then for Beyond to touch all of the buildings and all of the objects along the way? That sounds time consuming. Yeah. I mean, I got no problem with it, but it will take a while. I've, I thought perhaps there might be something that in investigating the area wouldn't belong, like uh, like tactical equipment or, or, or rivercraft or something not 
Terran in origin. If there is one thing that we've learned, it's that a lot of humans gather and create groups in which to hide things that they do not like. They hide them in sewers and they have guns. Is there a sewer nearby? That's a, that's a great, that's, that's a wonderful idea. You know, Ulis, I'm just realizing, I think this is our first case. Is it? Yeah. And Doc Dialta, I think you're our first client. I mean, this one's on the house, don't worry. But <laughs> Which one? There are oh, many. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, if uh, Free, without cost. I don't know. Lives. Oh, you know what? That's probably no. That's uh, probably because like the house is. I think it's like a like a, the casino is or like a restaurant is called like Welcome to the it, House, and mm. then this is on us, which but means that's we're not gonna residential location. No, uh, the house takes it all. Yeah, it's not. I, hmm. I'm going to look for sewers. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's let's do some uh, sewers. I'm gonna just do some general investigating to see if there's anything that looks like it shouldn't belong here. Yeah. Right, yes. Everybody make investigation rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, technically, Vian, I believe your first client was Alton Reeves, um, but. Uh, yeah. That's not yeah, true. We have an office. Uh, okay, he's not around. <laughs> he won't be offended. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to count it. That was more of like, you know, <laughs> sort of warming up to it. All right, let's see here. Rehearsal client, sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Practice client. Uh, investigation, huh? Okay. I got a 13. 13. Benny got a 5. Ulez? 9. 9. Cadrex? 11. 11. Okay. Um, you sort of split up a little bit and start kind of inspecting the docks, and, you know, Ule, like Ulez goes looking for sewer openings. Uh, let's say you go up, you break up into twos. Uh, and uh, who goes with who? Let's say, uh, uh, who goes with Vion? Probably Cadrax. Cadrax, and so Benny and Ulez go. Um, Benny and Ulez, you, you sort of walk around, you, you, you do find, you know, some sewer opening, you know, sewer caps and stuff like that, but as far as you can tell, you, you don't find anything that's been disturbed. Um, Vion and Cadrax. You spend a good hour kind of walking the docks and kind of looking at them and inspecting them. And, and Vion, you sort of notice that one of these docks, uh, we'll say one that is almost on the exact opposite side of the river from the Global Union, has some strange marks on it that none of the other ones have. Uh, it looks like something was, might have been clamped or attached to it and broke the wood. And you can tell that these, these break marks are a little fresher than, you know, it's like they, they, they have not been affected by the elements quite as much as the rest of these docks, which are just all old and, you know, look like they haven't been touched or disturbed. Uh, the folks that you're traveling with, uh, would they need to park Anything or attach anything that might have been heavy? Well, certainly the the crafts themselves, any of the supplementary weapons or equipment that they had. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> does this look like the markings of like, I don't know, like some sort of like clamp or landing equipment or something? 
for a 13, I'll say, yeah, you, you would probably say that it, it's, you know, it does look like something could have easily been clamped. In fact, you can see this mark in a couple of spots, which maybe it looks like several somethings were clamped on. Interesting, interesting. All right, Doc, let's do it. Round number one. And I'd like to um, post cog. Can, <laughs> can I catch your wrist just real quick before that? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, pause just, in number one. I just need to. We didn't know humans. We, okay. We, just, we didn't know you. And that's all. Let me ask. Gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll get to that in a sec, definitely. But uh, some some feels different about you today, Doc. You're usually you're usually kind of like you know chop chop. I'm gonna scream, tear that building, throw that building at somebody else, walk away, don't even look back at the explosion. But like, some seems to be eating at you right now. I look at dog who's not chewing on me but i understand the thrust of it and so i do not perform verbal evasion as i sometimes do it fools the humans they think i do not know their language as well as i do uh, but to be honest i am more it is not protocol for me to reveal these things and I don't know what happened to them. It scared me. I was cowardly and I still am. If you sense something different in my demeanor, it is perhaps fear of what might befall me or us, what you might think of me. I hold up my hand like this. Do you know what a high five is? Yes. The the pediatrics patient made me do one for, no, two, for almost half an hour repeatedly, though I understood it as um, a padding cake of some kind. Oh. It was not a cake that I had ever experienced. In fact, it was not meant to be eaten at all, as I learned. Yeah, yeah, that's more of a, sort of like a game, uh, I guess. It's a way to, to when people didn't have the internet, <laughs> they had to get real creative in terms of what they were going to do to pass the time. This one's real quick. You just take your hand and you kind of we just kind of make a, a real easy, non-painful impact. We kind of just push and just kind of clap it. There you go. Oh, it's definitely one of those like. Where one one hand moves forward, one hand like it does not clap properly on the first go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Let's do it again. Just a real quick. We meet in the middle, and we just go back. Here we go. Yep, this one sinks. 
That's something that, you know, buds do. So don't worry about it, Doc. If you ever feel stressed or worried or whatever, just ask for a high five. And and I walk over to kind of like where the clamp marks are. And you know, they're not being afraid, that ain't courageous. But being scared and doing something, that's bravery right there. And I want to touch the clamp mark and then post cog. Make your post cog roll. All right, here we go. Where did you go? Okay, nine. Nine. All right, well, I rolled a one. So, <laughs> uh, broadcasting? Yes. Okay. You concentrate, and then mm, reality fritzes out, and you go into that weird dream state you get when you post cog. And Cadrax, you see it all too. And suddenly it's before dawn light just beginning to break and you see Sonnevel, uh, who I think we said was Javier Bardem, uh, right there standing on the dock with about 12 others who you recognize as the various Knights of the Blue and two or three of their squires. All of them, people you know intimately, you know, I mean, or know well, you know what I mean. Uh, and uh, uh, as they stand there, um, they are kind of getting these uh, Zodiac crafts ready. Uh, it looks like they were clamped to the dock and uh, they are on the other side of the dock, like bags with equipment that they are pulling off and getting into the ba- getting into the crafts. Uh, looks like they are preparing to head out somewhere. And Sonnevel sort of turns to the others and he points at the building. He's like, all right, that's the building we're entering there. We're approaching from this side because it's less trafficked, but we will be out in the open. So everybody keep a lookout. Let me know if anybody thinks we're spotted. And as he's talking, he sort of stops and, and he looks up kind of in the opposite direction. Uh, if, if, if the Global Union is, you know, basically north of you, he, he sort of looks south. And rising south, there is a strange kind of column of smoke. And Sonnevel looks at it, and one of the other knights comes up to him and says, What do you think it is? And Sonnevel goes, I don't know, but I don't like it. And the other one goes, Sir? And he says, Too coincidental. Here? Now? Right as we're about to move out? I want to check that out before we sail. With me. And the knight's kind of fallen behind him and, and, you know, kind of looking ready for anything like soldiers. They kind of head off towards that column of smoke, which takes them kind of into the neighborhood behind you. And then you're right back to the present moment. I would say that was them. Okay. Sam. And we'll say, uh, Benny and Ulez, you are returning now from your hunt. Can we have like a little, just a little short scene right before like we meet up? Oh yeah, absolutely, sure. 
Um, so because like Benny wasn't really around for like the the office, like the the OG panicked cadre, yeah. like they they didn't get to experience a lot of like the original anxieties. Um, so Benny's kind of just like walking into this and being like, no idea what's up. <laughs> what's up? Yeah. Uh, so Liz is gonna try and give like their best approximation of like how they understand the situation. Mm-hmm. We are looking for um, the allies of Cadrax. However, may I share my honesties with you? Yeah, of course. Cadrax is very powerful, and they have informed me that they have a ally who is under the category of Dick, who possesses many of the similar powers, and I worry a lot of Cadraxes on Earth would be terrifying you are all so fragile here. I, you would be blown away. Yeah, because I mean, it was scary enough when Haber had their powers for a little while. Right? I and mean, assuming, I mean, if they're all cohorts of Cadrex, they'd actually know how to use them, so. It would make sense. Back on my planet, we all possess the same powers. We are we are created in such a way to be able to absorb information. And although I have never asked up front, but I have to believe that Cadrax's people were made for perhaps an opposite purpose than my people's. Oh. Look at this destruction. I mean, there are a lot of towns... Uh, small section of homes that are all very dilapidated. There is something extra bad about this place. Makes me want to shiver. Vion talks about that in his book a lot. (laughs) He does, doesn't he? I have read it three times now. I think I had to study it for class once. I was in like a fiction and a film course. I think we had to watch it. I don't think I haven't asked him about it because I don't think he likes the movie, but some point we can both approach i have many questions about the novel itself but i am waiting for the the retelling of the audio version of it it has been very good so far yeah i'm sure i'm sure you would love to hear your thoughts uh, and there they are over there let us return yeah and while you're walking back you, you got a nine right uh on your investigation roll yeah. um so while, while you're walking back you notice ula's um Taped to a nearby telephone pole, there is a flyer that looks like it is relatively fresh. Uh, you know, it's like there are, there are a whole bunch of old ones, but they're all yellowed and ripped apart. But then there's one right there that looks uh, kind of new. And uh, you walk over to it, and uh, the, I'd say, you know, the two of you kind of can read it. Um, it's a photo. It's basically it's got a photo of two men on it. Um, and if I had to cast them, I would say one of them is Kevin James, and the other one is Ernie Hudson. And uh, they, uh, the text beneath it uh, says, uh, have you seen me? On the evening of Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, Mitchell Edson and Charles Pope, technicians for Baronsdale Gas and Electric, went missing while performing their duties in the vicinity of Ridge Gardens. If you have any information regarding the whereabout, their whereabouts, please contact the Baronsdale Police or the Baronsdale Gas and Electric Company. And it lists a phone number, and it says tips may be made anonymously. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. I will rip the paper off for our own doings. <laughs> Good call. Thank you. All right, I'll, I'll 
uh, on the break, I'll send you those names uh, so you, you've got the paper. Um, and yeah, and then you rejoin with Cadrax and beyond. Cadrax is uh, probably taken their baton out and put the heel of it into the mm. point that Vion just post-cogged as if they're destroying evidence. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you find uh, anything? Uh, yeah, we... we, uh, we uh, Did we find anything, Doc? <laughs> A possible lead. They were diverted from their original mission. Vion showed me. That is wonderful. You have seen your people. Yeah. Very excited for you. Did y'all find anything? Uh, yeah. I'm here. missing poster. I mostly took it because it was new paper and it looked out of place. Interesting. I, it Yeah, it has to do with the gas and electric place and I, seems like maybe something we should be aware of. We're using our investigation skills. Absolutely. And I would um I would like to hold out my fist for a fist bump with Ulez. Have we done this before? I would like to say will we have to burn a point of determination right <laughs> to say that we have? Uh you know I'm I, willing I to saying, do it. <laughs> no, nah, you know, they they don't think that that's a material retcon, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh yes. Way to go. All right. So I think we're heading into this direction, right, Doc? The smoke you showed me did come from there. I think I I do just almost subconsciously to look at Benny, like, because we're their smoke. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, let's uh, head in that direction, I guess, and see if we can kind of uh, follow these breadcrumbs. Quick question. Does this is just this is not related to what we're currently doing, but the the poster does that date November 12th? Did you say November 10th, 2020? What does that date have any like what were we doing on that? Like, does that have any significance to us, right? Because that's within our like, yeah, it's our, after uh, Ben Baleful Brook Day Week. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, today is November 13th, Friday, yeah. November 13th. So it was pretty recently. We've done a lot the last couple of days. So like, yeah, it's it's been a busy week for you as usual. Um, <laughs> what session was that day? That yeah, was that would the help. day before we the day before I got arrested ish by the cops and you all went on the boat. Oh, was it that day? I mean, that was a very long the day. day before, was it that many days right? ago? The day before that, yeah. Uh, I what I will tell you is the session that that was uh, was was the Why, fourth episode of the it was the fourth episode of this season. Okay, um, so. uh, uh, different uh, the the one that came after Operation Nazi Punch. Wait, okay. After after okay. Nazi right, that was thirteen. Nazi uh, Puncher was 14, thirteen. So, yeah, thir I wasn't counting. That's right. Thirteen. So yeah. thirteen. That was meeting our meeting with Steve at the cafe. Vian got kidnapped by Amira. <laughs> mm. <gasps> oh. I went to talk to the Enlightenist 
and Tula's went missing. Uh, does anyone need a <sighs> recap on the lore drop from that episode? Oh, you know, sh- just so we have it, why not, Sam? That's okay. right. I just <laughs> Baron still. Two electric company workers heading to a small switching station. Can't believe we got to come all the way out of here. It's that if it's that's teenagers messing around again, I'll kick their asses. It's probably homeless people. I'll kick their asses too. Real nice, Marty. Uh, they get to a shed and hear a loud gurgling sound. They stop. One of them goes, "Did you hear that?" Yeah, I heard that. Behind them, something moves, and they turn fast, but there's nothing there, just a wall with their shadows. Then their shadows are subsumed by the shadow of something much larger, with tentacles or spider legs. They turn to run, but cannot escape. They scream. A very cinematic, Rick. Thank you. Very good. Okay, so that's not related. I don't know. So we don't, we don't know about that. Yeah. Just kidding. So that just is kidding. to say, <laughs> we, that is player knowledge. Yeah, we don't okay. know shit. I just so know if we don't to do have any engagement to, yeah. for this to pop anything with us, but that's probably no. a thing that's... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, no. Okay. No. Oh, no. I mean, we're kind of it because we've had engagements with a power and electric company before. So she was like, Ooh. but I wanted, I just wanted to see if there's anything that we had in world correlated with that, but we don't know yet. So cool. Uh, the just only other things I can see is there uh, is some news from PR3 about a project delayed on offshore drilling, uh, but mm. that isn't, as, and since we are near a shore, but I don't think it's this shore. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. That's all I've got in my notes that, pops up that we might know. Anyways, mm. I just wanted to ask, sorry to derail. <laughs> yeah, no, it could, could be important. It could be nothing. You never can really tell. Um, so yeah, you're, you're what? You're now headed. Towards yeah, I guess smoke. we'll just go towards the smoke. Well, the memory of wherever smoke. it was. Yeah. Oh, ghost <laughs> smoke. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, everybody give me another investigation. Oh, no. Coffee dice, so let's do this. All right, and I am switching away from the blue die to the red die. Okay. Ten? Five. Ten. Nine. Nine. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, well, Yeah, Cadrax, you, you know, being the most motivated here, I am sure, uh, you, you really kind of, trying to triangulate where that smoke might have been coming from. And, you know, and, you know, kind of Sonneville, which the rest of these people don't. So you also sort of, you know, kind of how would Sonneville approach this? And you start to make your way through the neighborhood. And uh, the route that you take takes you uh, beneath um, like an underpass kind of. It's like a short tunnel beneath what used to kind of look like, you know, it looks like it was probably once a highway underpass, but... That section of road is looks like it's been long closed, so it kind of serves no purpose anymore. And uh, as you pass beneath it there, you you spy, uh, there is a group of uh, three teenagers, uh, and they are in the tunnel, and they're kind of listening to music, watching one of them who is uh, spray painting like this awesome mural on the wall, uh, which is like kind of this lush kind of psychedelic rainforest with like birds soaring above it. And the other two are just kind of like watching their friend paint. Is the music really cool in the tunnel? Like, is it sure, echoing do you, down really neat? Yeah, what do you want not, it to not be? The, not the music specific, like what song, but just like, does I, I like listening to music in echoey spaces is always cool if that's just what I was asking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big, booming, you know, kind of reverb in this tunnel and, and the nice. music, you know, just kind of, yeah, echoes all around and kind of gives it this nice, cool thickness. And uh, as you walk by, uh, they kind of look at you and one of them's just like, 
hey, cops, cops. And the other one's like, shut up. Does it look like cops to you? No. We greet you. Your art is beautiful. May I touch it while it's still damp? And uh, the one who's painting kind of looks at you and says, uh, you painter? Ah, uh, aspiring. Right. And, and he kind of leans down and he, he picks up like a can of spray paint from his like little kit there and he like tosses it to you and he's like, add something. Uh, I am unfamiliar with this mechanism. Benny will kind of like turn it upright in their oh. hand and just we'll, we'll say like just kind of like point at the wall and say very quietly, just press on the, the little white plastic on the top. It'll, it'll spray out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And Ulez will do the like their approximation of like a leaf, <laughs> and uh, you know the artist kid kind of looks it over and he's, like, "All right, I can work with that. I can work with that." And uh, so, what brings you to uh, our underpass? Oh, this is your location. Ah, nobody uh, else is interested in it. We are looking for our allies. Your allies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of pursuing just like a missing case and uh, missing persons case. And, uh, you know, we don't oh. really want to go through you the lo- formal authorities. You know what I mean? Are you looking for those electrical guys? The cops were all over this neighborhood a couple of days ago, but they didn't find anything, or at least they looked pretty disappointed when they left. So. Interesting. Uh, Did you hear anything while they were here? Hear anything? Like oh, like from the cops? Yeah, hear yeah. them talking. Nah, just that they were, you know, there are two like electrical dudes missing or something like that. Yes, I have their wanted poster. And and, and it looks at it, he's like, yeah, I think those are the those are them. Uh, yeah, I think that's a bit more recent than the folks we're looking for. Uh, they were kind of going after this, like, uh, pillar of smoke that happened around here. It's kind of like the last, like, we heard of them, and then, I don't know. Make a willpower roll. Okay. Don't forget that they're my friends, so you should get a bonus. That's true. <laughs> uh, we're sh- basically I- besties now. <laughs> can I add performance on this? Yeah. Okay. Great. Ten. Ten. Uh, one of them is like, um, oh, you think he's talking about those? Uh, and, and the other guy's like, you know, I don't know what they're talking about. If, if you may share this knowledge you possess, we would love even incomplete information. Well, you know, we're kind of hanging out all over here. I've been preparing this uh, section of the wall for, you know, long time now. And, uh, you know, I don't know. God, it's got to be months ago now. Months and months ago. I can't even remember. But, like, we were here this morning and, like, this weird bunch of dudes come by. Like, you know, like, just dressed all wacky, you know, like they're like wearing like scuba gear or something like that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're playing like commando or something and they come running by here and just, you know, charge right past us. And, you know, we, 
don't know. We tried to be friendly with them, but uh, it seemed like the friendliest bunch. They were heading toward the smoke? Didn't see any smoke, but you can't really see much of the sky from under here. Hmm. Okay. So it looks like this we're heading good. in the right direction. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is this is very good. Thanks. What is your name? How can we acknowledge your artistry? Uh, well, I'm Koji. And uh, he extends like his hand. Nice uh, to meet you, Koji. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> also fit. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't need you to acknowledge it, but I appreciate it. I, I make art, you know, for myself. Do you, uh, uh, two questions. One, do you have any pieces that, you know, might go up in an office or something? Um. You know, especially any plants that you do, because I mean, you know, you're doing this rainforest here. This is this is great. Yes, yes. Are you looking to buy something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, w- it would be purchased. Yes. Huh. Well, you can do this to walls inside of buildings. Do this oh. to any wall. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to Koji. Yeah. That's and right. They paint a wall. I'll 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 check to make to just see what the repercussions will be. For that, but I imagine yes. Well, I mean, I ain't got a business card or nothing, uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm always here. Okay. Second question, and this is a real kind of out of left field. Do you do vehicles or vans by any chance? We kind of have something going on right now, but in case we want to touch it up or, you know, try something else. Well... Never done a van or a vehicle, but uh, you know, I'm always up for a challenge, especially if there's a little money in it. Yeah, yeah, you'd be fully compensated. So, with lots of coffee and tea as well. Yeah, on top of that. Uh, okay, not on top of the van, that might be hard to reach. No, like his, friend, yeah. his friend's like, you know, it's like, what kind of coffee is it? Because you know, I don't like it when it's too dark or roast, it kind of tastes like it's burned to me. And like, and the other guy like hits him, and he's just like, shut up, you idiot. No, 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 yeah. Hey, if you like your light roast and you like your medium roast, we can talk about that. Single origin only right here. Real specific about that. We can get into it. You know, we need to, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, metal filters versus paper? Again, we can, we can chat. Cataracts you know. is starting to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, we got to go. We'll come back. We'll, we'll find y'all. Thank you. Uh, 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 it was uh, Koji. Koji. Koji, yeah, Koji and your friends. You, you have a good one. Koji, I am Ulez. Please be well. You be well too, Liz. Nice meeting y'all. Good luck. Whatever you're doing. Saving our allies or finding them. And he kind of waves and turns back and starts working on the wall again. And uh, Kadrax, you emerge on the other side of the underpass and you kind of look around in front of you and uh, uh Okay, I don't think you probably need for roll for this. Just what you see in front of you, it's like there's kind of an industrial area. Um, again, kind of looks old, run down, probably not in use anymore. Uh, you see there is a boarded up, looks like a warehouse or a factory uh, just off, you know, to, you know, let's say the west. And uh, you can see sort of further south and east, uh, there is um, like what looks like an electrical switching station. Uh, 
How do those buildings correlate to the angle at which we saw the smoke? Is it specific enough that I could figure which building it came from? Make an investigation roll. I shall. See, we are a little bit more than halfway towards our second tier. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, everything that you have donated so far. Ten? Ten. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's a major success. Um, I would say is that uh, it would seem to you that the smoke was coming from uh, the area um, by the switching station. Fascinating. And on the same day that we discover two electricians are missing. Is there a word for the opposite of serendipity? Some blanity, I think. Clusterfuck? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, bad. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like a real, like, dictionary word, but I always was told it was zimblanity. Serendipity and zimblanity. I thought that was a real word when you said it. You said it with such confidence. I mean, it is. I've used it before in, like... okay. Should have like like comics I've done, but I don't know how real it is. I just have confirmed it. To use it. You know, I, I was think that when I said this was an educational show. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, Google it's... likes it. Yeah. Google does like it. I believe right. William Boyd coined the term zimblanity in the late 20th century to mean somewhat <laughs> the opposite of serendipity. So you know, there we go. Yeah, Our express. <laughs> All right. Uh, so should we head to the spooky, scary electric place? Yes. Great. All right. I look forward to this. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm kind of going to make sure that Benny and Catrax are both taking up like positions. I did ask specifically. Mm-hmm. I think if I uh, see... And now we're approaching something that for all I know... That for all I believe, my mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Benny sees Kadrak like posturing a little bit, and like, and we'll we'll mirror and match. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ula's looking for cans to kick. <laughs> Ula's looking for cans to kick. Yeah, they haven't quite. Um, I mean, they picked up yeah. on like Kadrak's seriousness, but they still think we're just looking for friends. You know what, Ula's? Take a point of determination. Uh, as a trouble, I'm going to say, you know, you 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 kick a can, you know, that's lying uh, in uh, in the gutter there. Kadrak's uh, made it look so cool. Yeah, and it kind of in in this abandoned area, it kind of makes like a very loud kind of clattering sound that kind of echoes all around. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna call that, you know, I'm learning. Uh, but yeah, that's a trouble for you. Would you say it reverberates? Um, I would say, I would say yes. That sound uh, echoes all around, off of surfaces, uh, highly reflective surfaces, all over this area. Clank, 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 clank. Um, is there anything by this building? Like, uh, I don't know, like a water fountain, a statue. What, the electrical switching station? Yeah. 
I mean, it is okay. So what you see is there's an area that is mostly fenced in and then has like a gate in front and that yeah, gate right is there. sort of yeah. like chained open. You can see right through it. Uh, you know, it's, it's just like a wire fence. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's got like those big kind of like, you know, dynamo, whatever things are, you know, that, you know, are, are all over those kind of switching station mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, you know, it. I tell you what, again, make an investigation roll. Heck yeah. So you are walking over, getting closer to it as you go. Nine. Nine. You see on the ground, like, lots of tire tracks, you know, probably, you know, in tune with what Koji and his friends were telling you. It looks like there have been a zillion people on this area, probably those cops that they were talking about. Um, Otherwise, you are not seeing that much from the outside. Okay, well... I can try to postcock like one of the signs in the front, or we can just crack right in. Catrax, you often suggest stealth or action, but I am yet to determine which is the preferred in this situation. Whatever happened to my allies was unanticipated and happened without sign. So caution seems preferable. Okay, well, uh, to be safe then, I'll postcog this sign real quick and just see what we can kind of glean. And then after that, if we need to sneak in, we sneak in. Very well. Thank you. Great. And yeah, the sign on the gate just, you know, we'll say it says, you know, Baronsdale Gas and Electric, private property, keep out, that kind of boring stuff. Uh, and uh, why don't you make your postcard roll? Okay. Ugh. Six. S- total of six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, You, you, you see, uh, before you, um, uh, when you, when you, when you, when you post cog in suddenly, like you see a vision of everything, you know, blasting in flames, like fire everywhere. Uh, and then when you come out of it, you get the sense that that was one of your probably false visions as absolutely nothing around here looks burned or, you know, there's no sign of that for reality. All right, so we're gonna have to break in. That sign's got nothing to tell me. Oh. Okay. Very well. I ignore what the sign tells us about not entering. <laughs> um, the gate. Uh, yeah, I think I said the gate was open. Um, essentially, uh, it's just sort of left open, uh, probably by the cops when they were here or whatever. Uh, and uh, yeah, Cadrex, you look around, make an investigation roll. Numbers started so strong, and now they're progressively going farther down. Eight. <laughs> Eight. See, mine are getting better now. Oh, no. Um, you look Stop around. It. Yeah, you do not really see much. Um, you know, again, it's like there are tire tracks all over the ground, you know, a mess of footprints in the dirt. There is like a little trailer that looks like it's probably like some sort of administrative office. There is, you know, like I said, those kind of large, you know, you know, structures, steel structures that connect like all the cables and the dynamos and stuff like that. And uh, as you look around, um, you see 
uh, on the wall of that construction, uh, on the wall of that trailer that uh, I said was in front of you, um, a kind of a shadow flits by. And uh, you hear kind of a soft, like, pat, as if, you know, something fell to the ground or landed on something. Cadrax has been exceptionally jumpy. Uh, So they are going to whirl and batons out and get into a guard position instantly. Okay, yeah, you get into a guard position and... uh, As you do that, um, on on top of the roof of that trailer, you see a figure start to rise. And it's got, you see its arms come up and its head peek up. And it's kind of gray and furry with these giant yellow eyes. And as it sort of stands up taller, you see it actually has kind of six arms. And it sort of yells, and it sort of says, It's another one! I told you I could smell them from here! And roll initiative, everybody. Oh my god. One day I'll up my coordination. Uh, hang on. Uh, Before or after I put points into willpower. Your coordination's actually not bad. It's four, isn't it? Four, four, yeah. Ah, that's respectable. It, it gets me by, you know. <laughs> it's better than mine, and I'm the designated driver, so. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck. We're doing hand numbers. This is the third five I've rolled in a row. Yeah, you rolled a lot I today. am anatomically inadequate. Okay, so Vian, you got a four. Uh, Benny, you got a five. Ulez, you got, was it a nine? Eight? eight. No thumbs, eight. but I didn't know how to show. <laughs> Ulez, you got an eight. And Cadrax, you have? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, you would need two extra fingers for that. <laughs> Darn. All right. All right. Cadrax, you go first. But you know what? Before you go first, let's take a 10-minute break. (laughs) Uh, And and, and we'll just roll into this when we get back. Uh, So, uh, yeah. Great. Um, thank you so much, everybody. I think we're, we're just under $90. Uh, if we get to 150, the team gets the remote control for their van. And if we get to 250, we get the lower drop. And uh, we will find out what happens uh, with this fight uh, in 10. See you then. Welcome back. Uh, and it looks like while we were away on the break, y'all uh, got us like that much closer to uh, the remote control. Uh, looks like we're at $108, 108, a great number. And uh, uh, yeah, and um, uh, thank you so much for that. If we get to 150, they get the remote control. And if we get to 250, we get the lore drop. And uh, thank you so much. So when we left off, our heroes were about to begin a fight with some kind of big, multi-armed, gray, furry thing with big yellow eyes. Uh, And uh, Cadrax, you go first. 
All right. Uh, just so I'm clear in my imagery, this uh, I'm I'm being death from above right now. Yes, you are on the ground. You are in front of like you know like a trailer, like you might see at a construction site that looks like it's kind of the administrative office or whatever of the site. And this thing is standing on the roof of that. So maybe about I don't know ten feet above you or something. Oh, so it hasn't actually dived me yet. Okay. No, no, it's, it, it is standing over you, kind of hovering. Uh, has it attacked? Like, no, uh, we'll in, in sort of the spirit of Wules, what declarative attempt, intent yeah. do you guys well, we'll say is like, we'll pick up where we were last time and it kind of like it hissed, you know, it's like I could smell and I told you, you know, from here, whatever it said. And it's like, you know, now this is kind of happening in slow motion a little bit. So as you hear it yell that to whoever or whatever it's yelling at, uh, you know, you get the jump on it before it, it does anything to you. All right. Uh, okay. Then I'm going to uh, sonic blast it effectively because I can't easily get into melee distance, but I can uh, create a maneuver um, to stun, daze, disorient, uh, I okay. use sound powers to do terrible things to squishy insides of being. Yeah, yeah, we have precedent with that with Sonny. You made him all nauseous, you know, uh, yep. using like low sound waves. So, uh, yeah, make your, oh, gosh, you know, just, yeah. yeah, make your maneuver. I mean, yeah, you can hands of blue. There's all sorts of terrible things you can do. Like vasculature is friable, my friend. Whew. Okay, uh, I think that's a 12. 12. Okay, that is a moderate success, which I think for a maneuver um, that activates the quality. Uh, and does it, uh, which is the one that gives you how, how hard you have to get to get a free activate? Um, uh, I think that's one free. Major is two because we had a yes, Jody Massive uh, two last massive week, step. and that gave us three. So working backwards, I would infer that a moderate gives us one. Okay. Uh, do do do. And yeah, okay, that sounds right. So, okay, so yeah, you get one free activate on uh, this, you know, quality of uh, disoriented or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. All right. And that brings up a character who you cannot see because they are hidden behind you. And uh, this character, um, let's see. Okay, this character from behind you uh, fires a gun at Benny. Um, since you do not see it, you do not get a chance to evade. Uh, and uh, six plus. All right. This is a moderate success. So, Benny, you are shot with this wave of, like, what feels like glue, and it kind of drips all over you from behind, and as you turn, you see a woman who I would say looks like um, Jennifer Lawrence, and she's wearing, like, a, a weird kind of, like, a, 
you know, kind of silverish bodysuit. And uh, she, she's got like, uh, you know, heavy goggles on and uh, this big kind of tank strapped to her back. And she's holding this, you know, high, high tech looking, you know, kind of gun thing. And uh, you are in a partial hold, um, which means you can perform actions with a negative two penalty and you cannot move. Glue is so flammable, y'all. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that, oh. yeah, you can see this person, but it is not your turn yet. Uh, that brings up another person who you I'm cannot see. Um, I'll say that this person kind of jumps out from the side of the trailer, kind of like it was like, looks like they were hiding behind it. And uh, you, they sort of take aim at Ulez um, with with their hands. And uh, Ulez, you can see this person, so it is not a surprise. Uh, I'm going to okay. describe this person um, kind of about six foot tall, has silver skin, long blue hair and a heavy blue beard, kind of muscular and like face and kind of covered in scars. He's wearing kind of like this kind of old looking kind of piecemeal armor. And uh, as as he uh, holds out his hands to you, oh, it looks like we uh, unlocked uh, the remote control. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. And uh, congratulations when you pick up your van, Derek, we'll have a surprise for you. Surprise really? for you. Um, thank you so much, everyone. That just leaves the lore drop uh, if we get to 250. And uh, y'all, thank you so much again. Y'all have taken such good care of us this season. We are super grateful. Um, so yeah, this, this kind of weird old silver skinned guy with the blue hair and beard, holds out his hands and uh, he fires this kind of, you know, if I was doing it in like a cartoon or a comic book, you know, like little circles kind of come out like, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Oh, sorry. I hit the mic again. So um, sorry. Dragon Ball uh, Z Piccolo does like a beam cannon. And I think it would properly reference that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of like that. Um, I appreciate you B. <laughs> make a coordination roll. I did. And it was a five and I'm really sad. It was a five total. Uh, okay, I rolled terrible. So that is actually just a moderate success. Okay. Ulez, um, you kind of feel something weird happening to you. Uh, your powers are being slightly nullified and uh, they are now reduced Okay, your powers are now reduced by a level of five, which means your light blast and your healing blast will not work, but will come back one level per round. Okay. Um, and uh, that brings up... The gray hairy thing on top. Uh, that thing now dives at Vion, um, kind of screaming. And it's just like, and it, it kind of yells as, as it dives, it just sort of says, you know, it's like, damn star choir. And it jumps at you. What do you want to do? Um, I can't, I, I'm just asking this so we can walk through it. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. I know what I'll eventually have to do. There's no way that I can just ghost right now as a 
defense mechanism, right? Um, I don't think you can. I, mean, I have to wait for my round. Well, right? is ghosting a free action? Um, I, wow, because it's not I, an attack. Right, it's not Th- an that's attack. That's getting Movement is free, and you don't have to roll to ghost. It just happens automatically. So, yeah, I, I, I would think, yes, you know, you can ghost as a free action since it doesn't require, like, an action roll. Um, okay. I, I will look that up specifically. I feel like I've looked this up before, and I can't remember what it was. I think but- you've let you've – let, I will say you've let Vion ghost me on my turn before. Okay. So I, I it's precedent. That. Who who am I to argue with me? So, yeah. Um, Yeah, you can absolutely ghost. Great. Uh, So I just stand there and I kind of want to turn to the doc and just be like, I'm not. And then I I ghost right at that moment that the creature just is about to strike me. Yeah, and the creature just passes right through you and like tumbles onto the ground. Uh, And and you hear um, the one, you know, the one that has the gun and the goggles and stuff kind of, kind of yells, you know, it's like, Cyclone, get out of there! And that brings up Ulez Galley. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. So Ulez is pretty much not useful without their abilities. <laughs> so I'm going to try, I'm really thinking like what, what is in the area, like our immediate area? Um, if I can try to create an advantage, set up something environmentally for my allies. Sure. Um, you know, it, it is kind of, it, it is this outdoor kind of site that is not very well kept. So there's kind of a lot of garbage around, like strewn on the floor. There is the, the ground is kind of dirt, you know, like, like as if like on a construction site, like part of it is paved, but part of it is just dirt. Uh, there are, um, there are rocks, like kind of stones, like piled along the side of that trailer. Uh, and, um, I'll say that's about it. Okay. Well then as described, the only thing I can think of is throwing a rock at the person who hurt me. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and your movement is free. So I'll say you're able to just like, kind of like, you know, just kind of swipe up the stone and, uh, that's a coordination rule. Okay. Fuck. All right. I'm um, switching to the green die. Not anything. Blue and red. You have failed me. Uh, strangely protected. Let's make that a nine. Oh, okay. You're, you're spending a, so that brings you to one, yep. uh, nine will be, the one who the one who hit you was guy with the cool beard. Guy with the cool beard. Mm-hmm. Um, a little jealous. Yeah. Okay. The nullification so, thing. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That is that is a marginal success, <laughs> which means it's like kind of to my discretion, it succeeds or may fail. What I'm going to say is like it hits him. And uh, um, what I'll say is you have created the quality of distracted uh, with no free activates as when the rock hits him, he kind of turns to look at you. So he is now distracted for Benny Beckett's turn. Okay, so one thing before I take my turn, I don't know, has Benny ever heard the term star choir? I don't think that's something that I've ever heard before. Don't think so. Okay, so as Benny's... 
tries to start, I'm gonna have to roll to see if I can start on fire. I'm gonna attempt to burst into flames because I'm covered in something that I no longer want to be covered in. But as I'm doing that, she's gonna be like, I think, like, I think she's like Star Choir. Like, I think you have the wrong guys. Like, and I'm gonna try to burst into flames, um, which I do. Um, and I wanna, whatever's on me, I wanna burn it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, burst into flames. Um, hmm, how do I handle this? Uh, let's say, make a power roll. Uh, okay. what, what is your power for? Uh, you're using aura, so yeah. six. Okay, yeah, make a make a roll on that six. Can I use burst with that help, like to juice it. I don't know. It's a bigger. Mm, I nah, I would say in this case, like burst would just like right, like you know, if there were multiple targets, it kind of spreads okay. out, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's all on you, so that's true. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, oh, eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, five. Okay, so that's. Yeah, that's a major success. And I will say is that like, yeah, as you burst into flames, the glue just kind of like starts to evaporate off of you and kind of shrivel up, you know, and, and, and just it disappears and you have freed yourself. Yeah, and, and I uh, just whirl around on the person who shot me like, I don't think we, we're on the same page. Like that's kind of what she's while she's on fire. But like, uh. yeah, and she doesn't uh, know what Star Choir is. That's not and her. That, and that brings up Vion. I just feel like getting creative tonight. So I'm going to ask this question. It, it, I don't think it'll affect my stuff a whole lot. Oh, but no, you know how I hate creativity. I know. Right, no, not in this yeah. show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I use a point of determination to bring down my role? <laughs> to like purposely sink a role? Well, um... Well, there's a reroll mechanic as part of determination spend so that you could effectively create disadvantage. Yeah. Right, yeah. What, what, what is your goal? What are you trying to do? Okay, so what I'd like to do is, as I'm still ghosted, there's again, there's not a whole lot, We as we discussed last week, there's not a whole lot I can do. I can try to punch someone or something or try to do something. What I would like to do is I would like to, when I tried to post-cog that sign, it just did not go well. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'm done with this. These folks, they don't know that. (laughs) They don't know what's real and what's not, whatever I'm doing. So I would just like to just do a real bad post-cog on the trailer or something and, and just broadcast it and just create the quality of just confusion for everyone for at least a little bit. All right, I'll tell you what. You can post cog and broadcast. I don't know that you can purposefully do bad. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, all right. Oh, I, I, think I, I think I know what this is. This, yeah. is. this is a stunt that uses another power, namely illusion, which also costs exactly one determination. There you go. That 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 makes sense. Sam, I appreciate you. Okay. You, so, you got to spend it, so that brings you down to one determination. Great. Yeah, and I'll, I, I think I'll do it from the trailer. Okay, um, make your postcog roll. Okay, here we go. I'd love this. Oh my god, this is this is this is amazing. Uh, I lied. I like creativity. Um, seven. <laughs> okay, so okay, okay, sure. Um, you postcog, and and it's actually it's a moderate success, and uh, you get a quick flash, and suddenly all uh, four of you and all three of your opponents are suddenly seeing uh, a battle. The Star Choir, uh, the Knights of the Blue, surrounded by like 
12 figures that are sort of masked. It's only a moderate success. So you, you only see partial, like you see shadows against the shapes of the sky and they are just fighting and you can see Sonavel and he's just like, he's like, it's a trap. And as it ends, you have created the quality of distracted or confused. What do you want to call it? Um, distracted is probably better. Okay, so you have created the quality of distracted in all three of your opponents uh, with one free activate. Uh, and uh, there's still one free activate that's applicable to the guy with the blue, you know, the blue beard and the silver skin from being distracted by Ulez. So he's got he's got you can use two activates on that guy, you know, and, and there's the one that you know one works on common on all three of them. If, if, Hopefully you all understood that. Um, English, me English, not good. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, that brings us back to the top of the order, Cadrax. Well, here we are. Uh, hmm. I am going to make a very large boom. I would like to make the largest boom that I can. Like Earthquake? To be clear, Catrax does not, like, necessarily intend this particular level of boom, but I think in this moment that is required. Is this, like, directed like a blast, or are you just shaking everything? Uh, you know that moment in... Fury Road, uh, where Furiosa just throws back her head. But if you had seismic powers. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, okay. Is Make this, a, uh, which I think is maybe a trouble. I was going to say, I think this, this, is, this is probably going to impact people. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's, let's call this a trouble. Trying to think of what quality this would be a trouble on. Um, Not from uh, around here. <laughs> uh, this is uphold my oath because uh, this is Cadrax has always felt like they failed in their oath and has just seen through this illusion the moment of their failure. Okay. Cadrax, take a point of determination. I did. Um, and just above game, that that is why I was trying to just do the fire failure one, and I was just like, oh, I really hope this doesn't activate the dark. <laughs> so I mean, by the time we had Star quite like, mm. <laughs> yeah. The irony was until that moment, Cadrax had almost relaxed on the assumption that any kind of combat with the knights would surely have created the same kind of boom that's going to happen in this moment, and they would have known what happened. They didn't figure it would have been something. Oh, okay, this is a thing that we fight. Okay, um, this is between us and the answer. Excuse me, what? Um, make a roll on <laughs> your uh, harmonic resonance control. Yep, um, I feel compelled to to put that point right back in for burst just to make that work. Uh, um, okay. 
And well, just because, you know, a boom is a is a is a boom. Um, and. Uh, how many of those activates do you all feel about OK about me using? Use them all. I do. I'm going to use them to up my power level. Holy God. So that's going to bring you to. Well, OK, how many activates are there? There are two. I think, uh, there are two that are free and one that would cost me a determination. Um, so you're going to up your power level by three. God. Mm-hmm. OK. <laughs> We're in danger. I love this. <laughs> Go for At- it. <sighs> you can st- you can still just fail me. Oh fuck! No! 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 What? No! I did. I no! No! Not like a you can't see this, and so I'm like it's 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 a this thing. No! Like no! Like. Yes, it, it did. It did the do. It it did the big do. Oh no! I mean, oh yeah. How big? But oh no. Uh, max max die. So what's your total? <sighs> um, nine plus one <laughs> plus six. Oh my god. Okay, you're just off the charts now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? It doesn't even matter now. Um, Cadrax just so erupts sorry. right, like just like Furiosa in that scene. And uh, with that scream, it's like the ground just starts to shake and crack. And remember, all this stuff was all, all, all earthquake damaged, you know, from a few weeks ago to begin with. And now it's like it, it just the ground beneath all of you just starts to shift and rip apart. The dynamos from the electrical, you know, towers just start collapsing and falling electrical wires spraying everywhere like you know live wires kind of shaking around um uh wow oh my god it's like there's so much going on okay how do i even do this um okay tell you what the three of you make coordination rolls we have community determination still (laughs) you have four points of community determination (laughs) can't can I just, uh, before we start math and left and right, um, retcon something a little bit? Ooh. If you want to spend point on it, you can, yeah. Yeah, and I can I can spend this from my own sheet. Uh, that seeing the, I, I feel like I would sense this from the doc, because we this is the first time I feel like you and I have had like some conversations, and we even haven't even gotten to like the heart-to-heart yet. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, I mean, we, we talked about jazz in the museum, but I feel like this is, that was more of like, the outside world this was more of like our traumas a little yep. bit um yep. so i feel like i'd be tuned to it and seeing that this was that something big is about to happen i would have rushed over to try my best to ghost benny and ulez don't grab me i'm oh, on fire shoot. you are on fire you know oh, grab me oh no i mean what's worse uh, uh fire damage or Caitlin, I've just been at some temperatures recently, though. And oh, wow. The... We unlocked the lore drop. Thank you hey. so much, everybody. <gasps> oh, what? oh, my God. God. <laughs> Y'all, you have been so kind to us this season. I, I cannot tell you how grateful we are. Thank you so much again. Now, let me get back to killing these nice people. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, Benny gets hot. Like I'm an upwards of, hot. Like blister your hand as you get close. I'm upwards of two thousand degrees right now. Like, and I've got melting glue on me or something, which probably doesn't help. Like so. when you touch a hot chocolate chip. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'll say then I definitely rush to ghost Ula's and I want to ghost Benny, but seeing She won't that, let you. If you try uh, yeah, to grab I, at her, she'll step, she'll move away. <laughs> and I think that's going to, whatever happens from this is going to affect Vion. Oh gosh. Oh my God. Uh, wow. Oh, I, I couldn't even imagine how I'm going to crunch all this. Okay. Um, <laughs> make, okay. So, Okay, what you want Historically, to that was a coordination role for you to get to someone to ghost, right? Yes, but first yeah. I need to make a coordination role to see if you can stay on your feet in the earthquake. So everybody, the three of you make a coordination role. Uh, Kadrax, you you fell to the ground on your own accord, right? So you got an I'm eight. I'm the epicenter. <laughs> you got an eight and you got eight, ooh, seven, seven. <laughs> Seven. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but like with the strength of Cadrax's earthquake, that ain't close. So all three of you just get <laughs> blasted off your feet, as do the three uh, opponents that you are fighting. And um, what I'm going to say is one of those towers starts to kind of come down on Benny. Benny, make mm-hmm. a coordination roll. Okay, okay, nine. All right. You are able to roll out of the way just in time, but as it kind of collapses next to you, you know, it's like there's an additional jolt. Um, So, hang on, I need to do math here for a second. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I just looked at the benchmark table and I wish I hadn't. Uh. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's like I'm, I'm going to adjust these a little bit for like storytelling purposes because like the math here is kind of, you know, uh, I, I, I don't want, I, yes, I don't want to kill you all. Die. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, Benny, mm-hmm. you lose six stamina. You're okay. down to four. Vion, mm-hmm. you lose six stamina. You are down to one. Oh. Ulez, you lose six stamina. You are unconscious. Um, all of your opponents also will take the six stamina. You do. do uh, uh, okay. Um, I can't do the word If Ulas yeah. and, and Vienna were ghosted, does that negate any of that right, if they weren't corporeal time. He, oh, he was not oh yeah I he's see. not able to get yeah, too trippy slippy yeah I see. Well, you were still ghosted vion yeah vion was ghosted oh yeah oh vion you were in ghosted form when it happened because um, uh werewolf went went through and went, went through you did you see yeah okay that is my bad vion you do not take six damage um I'll yeah, say, I would you know. have stayed. I'm because I'm thinking like dramatically would be on like corporealized, but I'm thinking like all I can do is just this one thing. So I'm pretty sure like in most combat I stay ghost. Okay. So yeah. Vion, yeah, you don't ghost. What happens is as the ground kind of cracks around you, you sort of like sink beneath and like kind of pull yourself up and stuff like that. But yeah, so you actually you 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 do not get hurt. You still have your 10. Um <laughs> It is now 
you see that uh, your opponent, uh, who, you know, the one who shot Benny with the glue gun, kind of yells, uh, you know, um, like also fell, fell right on their ass and, and, and is kind of, you know, trying to get themselves up. And they also look really disoriented and hurt now. And they yell, uh, they yell at that guy with the blue beard and the silver skin. Um, Zol, shut them down. And, and, and the guy with the, the blue beard and the silver skin, uh, he kind of aims his hands over at Kadrax. Uh, Kadrax, if you are going to try and evade or do anything, if you feel like you have the wherewithal, make a coordination roll. Yeah, I think uh, we're, we're, in, we're in pain, berserker, rage okay. um, kind of place. Not, not the just straight grief, the, oh, no, I'm, I, I want to end things. Yep, so give me a coordination roll. Um, okay, that wasn't great. Um, let's see. Uh, can I add my power to this because this is a, uh, a nullification? Uh, no, like it's actually just a co coordination versus coordination test for nullification. I, I meant the skill specialty. Oh, uh... Specifically yeah, I, because I, I, I know, used, I used a nullification. Yeah, I actually before. don't know, but let's err on the side of yes. Okay, um, cool. okay then uh, that brings it up to nine. Okay, that brings it up to nine. This character is going to spend all of his determination uh, to activate his qualities. I've seen it all. And, um, you know, I, 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 and uh, um, uh, I'm, I, I'm highly trained. And... Uh, what was your total? Nine. Nine. Okay. Cadrax. See, it's a hit. It nullifies all power levels by five. Okay. So, yeah, so that bring it down to four. That brings it down to four. And it will recover at one per round. Mm -hmm. Um so as that happens, uh they they, they try kind of getting themselves up. And, uh, okay, so, Kadrax, you got your turn. The one with the glue gun passed up her turn to shout. This guy just went. So that leaves the multi-armed creature. Um, the multi-armed creature is on the ground and kind of gets up, uh, and, and it kind of looks a little shaky, and, and, and it kind of looks around, uh, and it's like, I'm going to put an end to this. And kind of charges at Cadrax, uh, you know, arms all in fists. There it is. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Um, okay. Uh, it it, it kind of gets to you, and it jumps, and you kind of dodge. You know, what are you doing? You're. I'm sorry. Was that a coordination dodge, or was that like a prowess? Uh, that was a prowess evasion. So I step off the line. I step uh, 90 degrees and I'll uh, just thwack into the momentum with the yeah. butt of my baton. I'll say is that the kind of, you know, this character kind of like grabs you as it goes by and pulls you to the ground. You both go back down, but doesn't do any damage to you. Um, and uh, as it pulls you to the ground, it kind of grabs you and it's like, uh, you, you, you know, it, it, as it's holding on to you, you it, it sort of says, it's like, it's like, it ends here. It ends now. It's like, is there never enough blood for you? 
You drew first. We drew first. We drew first. You always draw first. And it kind of, you know, it rolls back and it's, <sighs> we did not draw first. It was you, you and your knights who destroyed all of our home worlds. I want to roll over, try to get my uh, forearm over the throat and uh, pound down into the skull. It's, it's not your move, though. Uh, yep. So no, that's that's a basically the fight is the next response at that point. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so while that conversation is going on, um, that brings up Ule's. Uh, you were unconscious. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's, this has been so long since I've looked it up. I got to see how long. I don't know what happens in this instance. Yes. Uh, you, went down. Oh, no. Forget how fast you recover. <laughs> uh, where's my rules list? I, have to do. I should be prepared for you to be unconscious, but <laughs> it hasn't happened in so long. Uh, it's not this one. It's not this one. It's not this one. Uh, somewhere in my cheat sheet. Sorry. Uh, good. I'm control effing as you. <laughs> some hold music. Do, 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 Just picture the sound control. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> we see Ulez's body amidst the rubble. All of their lights are off. And the conscious characters regain so consciousness in 2d6 pages with okay. one stamina. Um, 2 to 12 pages. Okay, roll me 2d6. Tell me what find you get. dice. Ugh. I'm always surrounded by dice, thankfully. Five. Five. Uh, okay, five pages. Um, that's that's a lot of time. Um, yeah. So I, I will adjust that as I see fit. I don't think I'm going to make it last quite that long. But Thanks. we'll say it's a, a max of five. But for now, you got to miss this round. Uh, All I'm right. Sorry. Deal. Um, which brings up Benny. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, the doc is engaged in very close one-on-one, -on -one, which would make me a danger to that. So I want to turn on the woman with the, the glue gun thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to, I just want to get my hands on it. I want to wreck that. I'm on fire. Like, I just want, I don't want that in play anymore. Like <laughs> I want to okay. just grab it. If I can pull it from her, great, but I want to bust it. I want it busted. Okay, make a coordination roll to see if you can get a grab on it. Actually, okay. there's actually a grab mechanic, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I always forget how it works. Yeah, okay, that is, that is definitely... It's a strength check. Strength check, okay. Strength um, versus strength, I believe. Um, or strength versus strength versus prowess. Grabbing. When you want to grab or wrest something from an opponent's grasp, test the lower of your prowess or strength versus the opponent's strength. Okay. I think this is wrestling, actually, to grab or restrain an opponent. Oh, you're trying oh, to no, grab the you're gun, gonna go right? For the tank. I, yeah, Got an it. item. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, so I just don't want yeah, that in play anymore. No, solid. Strength. Hey, for anyone else but Benny, that might have been a big problem. Go for the tank, full of flammable things. I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what am I rolling? Uh, you're the lower of your prowess or strength, which okay. is for you. Or would be strength. Yeah. Uh, so versus your opponent's strength. 
Eight. Eight. Wow, that is an exact tie. So mm-hmm. um, no effect. Uh, you kind of get, you, you, you grab for it, but you are not able to get your hand on it. If I'm uh, in her space now, does that do anything just by me being on fire? I don't know if it does. That's why I'm asking. I'm not angling for anything. Yeah, just... I don't. I don't think so. Because okay. like you know, you, you have not touched her. You know, so I'm just gonna I'm... stay in her space. I want to get in her face. Like I'm just gonna use it as like a hello. Pay attention to me. Try to use this ranged weapon while I'm in your face. Thanks. Good luck. Like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, uh, say so, so. Like you know, this is all going very fast. So, oh wait, yeah, you did, are, like, oh no, all the all the free activates got used. Never mind. I was gonna say I was like I could have used that, but. Um. So that brings. I up, mean, mechanically, uh, they didn't. I'm kind of not really. Not really, because I only did six damage, which is my normal power level. But you said you were using them all, so... Okay. Yeah, totally. Beyond. Okay, um... I look over at, like, again, like, I'd run over to, like, try to get... But I feel like Benny and I had a moment of just, like, no, just let it, like, let me burn, essentially. And then Ula's I wasn't able to get to in time... And Ula's is now like knocked out, and I see that. And so I'm still ghosted. Um, and it's been a hard couple of days, y'all. So I'm just going to walk up to the uh, gentleman with the blue beard, and I'm going to put my arm through his head, and I'm going to say, Okay, hi, my name's Vion, and I can recorporealize my arm right through your head right now. Or, and I would like to look at the person with the glue gun and say, Or you can tell your little cat friend to stop. And we can have a little chat. Make this a willpower This is completely roll. yours, though. Willpower? Yeah, willpower. Okay. Uh, can I add performance on that? I'm not really yeah. performing, though, but okay. I, I, uh, I've let you use performance whenever you're trying to, like, put on You're posturing. So like, right, like, you're trying to, like, <laughs> yeah, you're trying to do a tough I mean, guy thing. True, yeah. I mean, Vion trying to do a tough guy thing is clearly a performance. <laughs> that's a, that's you, a good point. And I never least. get to use raised in the school of pop culture. Um, so, okay, 10. 10. Uh, okay, that is a moderate success. Um, and and uh, he, he kind of looks at you and first he's like, not afraid to die, but... Cobble, Cyquin, stand down. And 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 the one with the arms who's right next to Sam, you know, next to Cadrax is sort of just like, but I have them! And he's like, stand down. And and, and she kind of and, and this, you know, this thing kind of folds, folds its arms and kind of <laughs> looks like all pouty. Like all, all six arms kind of fold together. My name is Zol. What is your name? My name is Vion. And I would like to, as we're talking, even though I'm still very uh, experiencing a lot of anguish and anxiety, I will retract my arm from Zol's head as a sign of like, I mean it. Like I am here to talk. Thank you. You're not Star Choir, are you? No, I'm not. And uh, I'm from here. 
back, you know, just down the street. It's where kind of I live. Um, I'm not I'm from a different planet, but I am an investigator. Do you mind if I kind of put this together a little bit and kind of walk and talk? Star Choir, that's a, well, I figure that's a, a group of folks from outer space. Is that right? Yes, the Star Choir is a merciless army that conquers planets for their own protection. Yeah, well, I'm an American. I kind of get that concept. Um, and, and you all had your planets taken over and, and destroyed. Is that right? Yes, every one of us and our fallen all come from planets that the Star Choir wrecked in the name of their own ends. And we all swore that it was time to put a stop to it. They were coming here. This was their next target. If you're not Star Choir, then you're with us because they were about to steamroll this planet. Okay, great. I, I honestly, I get that. And I believe you. I want to add one thing on top of that, though. The Doc, they're with us. The Star Choir is never with you. These Knights of the Blue, they cannot be trusted. They are a force of malevolence and destruction, and they leave nothing but death in their path. Okay, and again, I get what you're saying, but and I like to turn to the Doc, even if we're not making eye contact, but just turn like my body and reach out. They are with us. So whatever preconceived notions you have, I'm not trying to negate that or nullify that per se, but I'm giving you new information. And I'm giving you new information. You are protecting a killer. Again, yeah, maybe. Have you no concern for justice? I have a great concern for justice. And that's why I want to make sure that we have this conversation coming in and jumping at us and trying to attack us. Did yeah. I look real quick? Let me just, let me just get this, you know, and I, I swear to God, I think I'm really just pulling from like old, like Cary Grant movies or something at this point, or like to kill a mockingbird or something just to get a point. I'm from here. You know, I'm from this planet. Did I come to your planet? Did, uh, did my friend Benny come to your planet and attack you? She flares up just a little bit, like. <laughs> you are not our enemies. Yeah, but, but you still, but, but. That one is. But. Leon, I'm going to give you a point here. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm playing a trouble against you based uh -huh. on you being the spirit of justice. Yeah. His comment about you having no concern for justice has kind of given you pause. Oh, okay. All right. We only come here for seeking justice. This person is a killer from an organization of killers that have destroyed hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives across the universe. And you would protect them? Okay. What do you suggest? Hand them over to us, and you can go on your way. 
I think at that, Benny definitely steps sideways into whatever, like, at least angling towards in between. And I think, you know what? I think uh, her, like, she's fully on fire. I think she f- burns a little, a little whiter at that, like. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see something here. It's like a sidestep, not, not at, like, ang- like at anyone, but just like a sidestep to like, in very much in between. <laughs> yeah, when you do that, uh, the one uh, you know with the glue gun kind of starts to raise the gun, and then the, the 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 guy with the beard like holds his hand out. You're not our enemy. I sure hope so. I'm gonna ask you two quick questions. One, I saw earlier you're able to zap or do something to uh, my friend Ulez. Do you have any sort of like rejuvenating or healing abilities? Like you can taketh, you can giveth. Um, tell you what. You want me to bring your friend back to consciousness. That would be appreciated. And, and the, 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 the sort of tall giant monster one, you know, with the six arms kind of, they will just attack us again. My friend likes plants. We go to the botanical garden. I'm a ghost. And, and you jumped and, through me. I want to look at that one. And uh, uh, the one with the blue beard uh, kind of looks over at the one, you know, with the hair, you know, with the with the, with the six arms, uh, and uh, it says, uh, and, and he says, um, "It's a keeper." They're no threat to us. In the name of goodwill. And he walks over to Ulez and uh, he's going to try and perform a little stunt here because um, his powers do not actually do this. Okay, that's close enough for me to say, uh, Ulez, you, you kind of come back and you are weary and disoriented and you kind of feel like, you know, like you've got like a full body headache kind of, you know. Sounds like somebody has pinched all of my wires. And they'll just like sit up and like look around them and try to absorb the situation while like sitting calmly and not trying to be in the way. Thank you. Now, uh, second question, and, and I'll get to it in a second, but before that, I would like to really formally introduce myself. I'm Vion Vigor. Uh, I'm a ghost. More importantly, I happen to be a spirit of justice. So when you speak of it, I want you to know I take that very, very seriously. Now, I am General Zol. I come from what is left of FIO 28. I was once a military man till the Star Choir 
devastated our military. I am in charge of what is left of this unit. There were, there were many more of us to begin with, but taking out a unit of Star Choir Knights is, well, it is a difficult task and many fell. We are all that's left. Well, almost. We all believed our task to be done. We did not know that there was another one out here. My question is to you, General Zoll, what's the difference between justice, which I hold very dearly, and revenge? The point of view of the person doing the describing. Mm -hmm. I, it's the spirit of justice here on the planet of which I'm happy to represent. I'm going to stand for Dr. D'Alto in defense, not in combat, but in this discussion of justice. I believe if justice is the thing you're seeking, I think there's a greater mission at hand. But killing our friend? I don't think that's justice. Not only is it justice, but it is in the best interest of your world and everyone on it. This night could wreak untold devastation. You see what it did around you. And, 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 and as you look around, it's just like, yeah, like the whole place is wrecked. The ground is broken up. You know, it, it just, you know, just complete, you know, devastation surrounding you. And, and, He's, do you want to see your whole planet like this? And Ulas is going to try and like stand up wobbly. Um, and like, so you can like slowly see some of their lights coming back online. That is our ally. Of course we will do what we can for them. If there is one thing that I have learned in my travels is that allies are very important to you and you should do everything within your powers to protect them. I agree, but a knight of the blue is no one's ally except another knight of the blue. If they have told you that, they are lying. And he turns to you, Kadrax, and he says, tell them, tell them you came here to take this planet. I did. Oh. It is a world in peril, in risk of imminent ecological collapse, destroying not just the known sapient species, but untold. One of the rare habitable worlds of this cold, barren, galaxy precious beyond reckoning and the knights of the blue came to conquer when i came here Fion, 
I came here to conquer. I give you your ally. And then? Then he turns towards Cadrex. After the knights were lost, and I didn't know how, I stayed here. I followed my cover. They placed me at the hospital to have a medical logistics point during the invasion, but I stayed a doctor. It became more than a cover. General, it does you got not doc- change who I am or what I came here for. General, you got doctors on your planet? Of course. Uh, 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 do your doctors, uh, do they heal your enemies? Our enemies. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say, like, you know, you had enemies. Like, uh, the the Star Choir, I think. Would your doctors, you know, just casually just heal them? Only if they were ordered to. Cadrix, how many, uh... (laughs) How many surgeries have you done? 681. They, uh, you receive orders from Mon High, <laughs> get those 681 surgeries in. I mean, there's a few I, you could probably fudge, right? You know? <laughs> I could characterize Dr. Tally as from above. But... Oh, but, you know, I mean, from your mission of invasion here. That's. Barely. I was only supposed to learn enough human medicine to pass as a doctor, not to practice. That was my own initiative. Cadrex, make a willpower roll. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Come on, baby. Okay, all right. Moderate. Six. You could have won for me. Come on, coward. And, and and Joel sort of is thinking, and uh, um, uh, the one, the big hairy, the big hairy one with the arms. If they are a doctor, hang on, sorry, sorry, hang on, I know it's, oh my god, if they are a doctor, let them heal Ebos. And Joel looks over. You you would trust a knight of the blue with your sibling? And what's the worst that could happen? He's already dead. And Joel looks over at you. Cyclone's sibling, Ebos, was very badly injured in the battle with your knights. We would consider it a gesture of goodwill 
if you would try to save what is left of him. Where is he? And he points at that abandoned warehouse that is on the other side of the lot that, you know, I told you about before. I, I can try. And, and, and Cobble kind of raises her gun. Get going. If you try anything, I will blast you. And, and as she says that, she kind of clicks a thing on, you know, uh, on, on her, you know, torso. She's wearing like, kind of like, you know, all this technological stuff and our silver, you know, kind of jumpsuit thing. And when she does that, like, like you, she seems to be wearing some kind of digital disguise. And as it comes down, like all the color kind of drains out of her skin. And now you can sort of just see right through and all of her organs and veins and stuff, just, you know, her true form. Go, all of you. Uh, No, you do not point a gun at them. I don't trust them yet. I don't care. If you want to commit your justice, do it, but leave them out of it. Make no threats against them. The human was right. Make a willpower roll. Mm-hmm. Learning from you, buddy. Yeah, rotten. That's a five. I mean, they do hate. They do be hating me. <laughs> and, and she's like, "No, this is supposed to be a gesture of goodwill. You can't have everything your way." And and Zol sort of puts his hand and kind of waves at Cobble, and Cobble is like, "Very well." sort of points the gun towards the ground. You can keep it pointed at me if it feel if it makes you feel better. She raises and I'll start it. walking. It does. And she follows you. And uh and Cyclin and Joel Cadrax does not make eye contact with any of you. <laughs> Yeah, and- uh, I think any. I think pretty much all of you can can see flush cheeks, uh, shame body language. Psyquin mm-hmm. and Zol um, sort of motion to the other three of you, and uh, I assume you're all going to go with. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Lutless okay. is kind of stumbling along. They're having a hard time, like control. Like they have, like they're not having a great time with their motor functions. I'll pop and- over and, and uh, help Ulez a little bit. We and just kind of check in. Are you all right? No, I'm having a hard time getting some very essential parts of my system online. And and Zol comes over to you. I I am sorry for the damage that we did. We have nothing but respect for the keepers of Squire. Thank you. It has been a long time since anybody has truly recognized me for who I am. 
And you all walk across and he takes you in through like a, a side door that kind of looks like it's all boarded up, but you know, he kind of easily kind of pulls it and it sort of seems that the boards are not really kind of attached to anything on the other side and the door opens and he lets you in. Uh, and the first thing you see when you look around, I tell you what, um, beyond make an investigation roll, I'll give everybody the benefits of this, whatever it is. All right. All right. All right. Mm, nine. Okay, you look around, and uh, immediately the first thing you see in the corner, there are those two electrical workers, um, and they are kind of sitting in a corner, and they are both kind of, you know, glued up together, like kind of back to back. Uh, and there's like, you know, a bunch of like empty junk food wrappers and, you know, like water bottles kind of scattered around the floor next to them. Uh, and, and they kind of look over at you nervously, you know, uh, as far as you can tell, they do not seem hurt, just kind of captured. Um, and uh, on the other side of the room, um, there is kind of a pile of, you know, it's kind of junk and some blankets laid over it and, and laying on it. There is another one of these sort of tall, gray, hairy, yellow-eyed, multi-armed, uh, you know, six-armed uh, uh, aliens, um, except... Uh, Two of his arms, or two of their arms, are missing on one side. One of their arms is missing on the other, so they only have three left. Uh, one of their legs is gone at the knee. Their fur is like burned off, like half of their body. And uh, uh, the other one, the one that you were fighting with, comes over and says, uh, "That is my sibling, Ebos." We are from Dowager Thurid. You have heard of it. And he turns to you, of course, you know, Cadrax, of course. And I would assume that the Keepers of Squire know of our proud history. Oh, I'm sure my people are very aware. Unfortunately, it's not within my own databases. I have exclusively plant made up knowledge. And they kind of bow their head to you a little bit and says, then turns back to Cadrax, save him. I'll step forward so and, and begin to examine. So I understand there are burns over some percent of the body. There are uh, three amputations at um, what stage of healing. Uh, I'm also going to just quickly uh, check um, pulse. Realize okay. that uh, I don't think I, I don't think Cadrax knows this species. So they go to the pulse and realize they don't know what normal is. Okay, um, I'll tell you what, make, you know, an investigation roll using all of your medical bonuses. Um, what I'll tell you is that uh, the amputations have, you know, very primitive kind of bandages wrapped around them. Um, it looks like they have sort of done their best to stop the bleeding. Okay, uh, all right, we're at that stage. We're at, okay, got it. Uh, cool, uh, that's an 11. Thank you. Okay. Um, while you were making your examination, I'll just say is that Zoll sort of, you know, sort of, you know, talks to, you know, Vian and Benny and, and uh, um, Ulez. 
We'd have left this place long ago if Ebos could be moved, but he could not. So we have had to stay and guard this place from interlopers. Do not know what we will do. And uh, while he's sort of filling you in on that stuff, Cadrax, yeah, you make an examination, and I, I will say is that, you know, you are surprised despite the fact that, you know, you don't really know much about the species, uh, you know, and I'll say you probably know like a tiny bit about them because the Knights of the Blue have conquered their world. So you probably at least have some secondhand knowledge of whatever that was. So you probably are at least familiar with Dowager Thurant and what their species is. Um, based on your itty bitty teeny tiny bit of knowledge, you feel pretty confident, you know, that he's probably got massive internal injuries of some kind. Uh, and, um, uh, he probably needs some kind of surgery to relieve pressure and internal bleeding. All right. Okay. And let me... Okay. Is there anything that I could do to help you, Cadrax? I am unfamiliar with their anatomy, but I am rather fond of regrowing cells. Yeah, and also, I, you know, if there's anything I can do. I could probably sterilize some instruments. We would all like to do what we can to assist you with this. You are meaningful to us. Thank you. And uh, yes. Zol kind of reaches down. He's got like a little case and he's like, this belonged to our medic. And he pushes it towards you. And uh, if you look inside, you will find, you know, very kind of whatever for you, kind of primitive looking surgical tools. But. <sighs> I mean, I'm used to human ones, so I'm used to primitive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The ones I learned on. Okay. Uh, then we are going to have to heat sterilize the blade. The difficulty is anesthesia on your species. Um, is there anything I, I see in, in the hit maybe a set it like because because the, the the danger of surgery the thing humans learn therefore the thing cadrax learns about uh anesthesia is that's the real that's the real surgery we do Risk currently have someone with us who has a nullification power maybe they could do maybe our friend zol could do a stunt and try to nullify some sensation in an individual I mean, we have, if, if we want to do it as a lo if I thought we could do it as a local, uh, possibly. Um, I'll tell you what, Cadrax, let's treat this as a gadget's power. Like, uh, basically, someone who has the gadget's power, essentially, it's like, um, you, you, uh, you make an intellect test and kind of reach into the, as you reach into the bag, and if your test succeeds, what you're looking for is in there. Perfect. So... Why don't That's you make wonderful. an intellect test before we start really trying cool. to get fancy? That's wonderful. That's yeah, great. it's it's supposed to be cool. like a power for like Batman type characters, but I figure it applies enough That's in this situation. Perfect. 
Oh, flexible systems. We love them. Um, all right. Uh, can I add my surgery of sort of like I know what I'm looking for? Yeah, I think that applies. Then that's 11. 11. Uh, okay. So I'll set the difficulty. Five. Okay. All right. So that will give you a major success. Uh, success gives you the gadget available to duplicate the power of Okay. You could have also spent a point of determination to automatically find what you want, but I think your success is enough and you find something that, you know, you don't, you're not sure, but based on what else you find in here, you assume that it's like, well, if I was this doctor, I would want a little bit of, you know, anesthetic too. So, you know, it's like, you look at the viscosity, you kind of take an educated guess and you think you've got what you want. Cool. Love it. Love it. Love it. Benny's fire will kind of like, you see it kind of like pull, like start pulling like off of her body down into her hands. And so it's just on her hands and she'll kind of form like a little like, eh? like kind of hold out like, will this work? <laughs> like, I'm going to use that to uh, heat sterilize what I'm going to use as my ten blade. I love that. I'm not, I'm not even going to make a roll for the effectiveness of that because Benny's fire burns so hot that it's, you know, there's no way it wouldn't sterilize these instruments. All right. Uh, and, and a stray cat wanders by and meows. <laughs> <laughs> she really wants oh, to be and, and so you pull away and dog is like across the warehouse in, in a down, just watching. Oh, good. The cat. Well, a good boy. <laughs> a good boy. A good boy, B-O-I. All right. Uh, so then I'm, I, uh, Catrax is going to, I, I speak through uh, what I'm doing, I'm going to start the anesthesia to put Ebos out. And and Ebos is sort of like, hey, hey, Doc, uh, uh, hey, are you are you one of them? Yes. And he looks over. He looks over at his sibling. And, and his sibling kind of comes over and says, this is our only chance. And then Saikwin looks at you and says, practice your art. You're going to feel a bit of a pinch. And then I'm going to ask you to count backward from 100 in your language. And uh, yeah, you administer the pinch and he uh, starts counting backwards. You know, what, uh, and kind of going back. And uh, um, as he is doing that, you start working. And uh, as you are waiting for the anesthesia to take effect, um, the door that you came through starts to creak open. And there's a shadow cast on the ground. And you hear... Cadrax! And Sonny walks through the door. (sighs) A traitor. I knew it. I knew if I stuck with you, you would lead me right to it. 
and he kind of raises his hand and like the whole room begins to kind of shake. I'm running at him. Okay. I'm bursting into flames uh, and I'm running at him. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll ghost and I'll start running at him as well. Okay, Vian and Benny roll initiative. Uh, Ulez, are you staying with the doctor, doing the staying work? Staying with Cadrax. Okay, will, so... Yeah, they have a plan. Yeah, okay. You two roll initiative. Yep. And uh, so will Zol and Cyclin and Cobble. Oh, balls. Sorry. What'd you get? You got... Okay, so... Uh, wait, wait, where's my... Okay, so Vian... For all the podcast listeners. Yeah, <laughs> 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 still always throwing our fingers up, yeah. <laughs> Benny, what'd you get? Five. Five. Okay, so Vian, you go first. Benny, you go second. Then Cobble, Cyclone, Zol, and Sunny... Oh, I didn't roll for Sunny. Uh, where's Sunny Sheet? Sunny... Sunny goes first. Um, all right. I'm going to try and do this fast. We might go hair over again. I'm going to try not to do that, but we'll see what happens. Um, so as Sunny sees you running at him, he just fires a blast at the ground uh, in front of the two of you running towards him. Um, Sunny has burst. So... Okay. How are you? Uh, how are you trying to get out of this? Can roll coordination if you want to try and dodge, or prowess if you want to try and take the blast. Yeah, prowess. Ghosted? Do I have to worry about it? Yeah, you're. Yeah. Ghosted? No. If you're in ghost form already, then uh, it's like you know what whatever damage he's doing is going to just fly right through you. Great. Twelve. Twelve. Uh. Okay. Yeah, you are both okay. Um, and just like a piece of ground comes up, he's just gonna fucking like launch over it. Like, mm-mm. yeah, you just <laughs> no. like you're so charging. You just like pow right through that thing. And um, uh, okay, so Cyclone, Ebros, and Zol, they're gonna take. Okay, so just Cyclone is going to take two damage. All right, and that brings up Vion. Okay, I would like to uh, jump at Sunny, and I want to. I want to try. I'm going to use this as a as a chance to try something out. I'm going to post cog again, but there's been an interesting thing recently. I think especially since last night's like town of ghosts. Mm. I think it's not just like, I think I can direct this a little bit. So I just want to like grab and go, I wonder what's your worst memory. And I would like to post cog him and broadcast. Okay. Now you have to solidify to post cog. Uh, right. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Right. Cause it's, yeah. Okay. Um, cause it's an exclusive power. So, um, so you solidify and you grab him and you postcog. Wow. Uh, make a postcog roll, I guess, against his willpower. Oh, no. Well, you know, hey, you win some, you lose some. No matter what, something's getting broadcast. Five. Five. Um, okay. Suddenly, all of you kind of see 
this strange room, which none of you recognize except Cadrax, who recognizes this as the architectural style of Beta Pixis, their home planet, um, or you know the Star Choir's home planet. And uh, you you see um, uh, uh, Sunny uh, uh, standing before uh, a panel um, and, and of, of, of people. You can't see them. They are sort of in shadow. Uh, and, and you hear a voice, this kind of booming, echoing voice. Sonavel, the Knights of the Blue have failed. Your father is gone. And, 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 and you see Sonny kind of grips his fists and then you shoot back out. Do I, and I, uh, I can hear Benny like running up from behind me because I was able to get just like a little bit ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, you were first in the order. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then in that case, I want to keep eye contact with Sonny until the very last second and I'll ghost again. Uh... Okay, sure. That's a free move, I think. And uh, yeah, you ghost again. And uh, Benny, uh, you are going to go next, but just for a second, while that is going on, what is Ulez and Cadrax doing? Cadrax uh, is holding the template, trembling, and trying to use their voice uh, to counter Sonny's vibrations locally. Uh, to to keep the area sta- stable while they work, and you as can hear them say, "I was gonna let them take me, so they wouldn't be looking for him." Why did he come looking for me? Why wouldn't he just stay safe? Make a power roll. Why would let me keep them safe? God. <gasps> Cadrax is a good doctor! <laughs> Max died. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... 10? Uh, no, that's a 13. Oh, oh, power th- oh okay. plus power. Power yeah. plus, okay, okay. Uh, well, either way, um, that is a success. Uh, and uh, at that level of success, yeah, the, the section that you are operating in remains still but it takes a lot of concentration on your part. So you are now, you know, deeply, deeply in, you know, in your own head as you are trying to both operate and kind of hold the, the room stable. Uh, it, it, I, I will say it's, your operating efficiency is going to come down a little bit because it just takes so much wherewithal to counter Sunny. Ulez, what are you doing? Cadrax, I, I, can't, I, I can't even imagine what you're dealing with right now, but I I wasn't lying when I said that we will do everything we can to make sure that this is going to be okay. I came to this planet not expecting to do anything more than my job. I responded to an SOS to one of my people, and now I'm here surrounded by absolute strangers, and I will make sure we will be all right. If you will lend me your power, I can siphon your stamina and heal up this and they'll gesture at the creature down below. I can try to heal them. Again, all of my operational systems aren't online, but I will do what I can. And the hand that isn't 
uh, holding the ten plate grips yours, and and you can feel the only thing trembling in the space is just Catrax's left hand. The right is as steady as they know how to be. And I can visualize the field inside. Help them take from me and dead off the patient, dead in your eyes, anything from me. Everything, if you have to. I'll do what I can. Um, so I think this is going to be more like a stunt um, than anything. Um, because I'm kind of combining um, two of, basically two of my abilities to extract yeah. a bit yeah. out of it. I'll use my last uh, point information. That's incredible. Um, yeah, okay. Since you're using two of your abilities, I'm also going to take a point from the community determination. Sounds One good. One point of determination per ability, since you know there's not really a mechanic for this, but I think mm -hmm. it, like since usually it's one point to, to to do a stunt on an ability, since you're kind of doing a stunt on two, so that leaves you with none, and it leaves the community pool with three. But make your make your power roll. Uh, roll it on. Again, I guess it doesn't matter because they're both five. So just roll it on a five, because since both your power levels are five, thanks to your changes this week. Max on the dice. That was really nice. That makes an 11. Um, also, like, narratively, so, like, the hand that Ula's often uses for, like, their light blast, that's the hand that's holding on, um, holding Cadrax's hand, and, like, their other is kind of, like, uh, roaming up and down, like, hovering over the body of the individual beneath us. Okay, and yeah, it's like, Cadrax, you start to feel, like, this draining feel, and, and, and at the same time, you know, Ulez, you can kind of, you know, like a conduit, you, you feel Cadrax's life force kind of pass through you, and start to, you start to apply it to Ebos, and uh, as that is going on, Benny, you are charging at Sunny. Yeah, I am. A lot of people are making my friend's life very hard today, and I don't like that. So Sunny has just walked through this door, and I'm running full tilt, and I've started on fire. And I would like to full body slam him back out of the building. Okay. Uh, that is a that is a prowess roll, uh, but you're using your power, so add on uh, your, I guess, your aura. Would that be for, that wouldn't be for the attack, like the action, would it? I wouldn't add the fire for the action. Would that just for be damage? slamming him? Oh, oh, no, for the damage, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't think I, that would be, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Can I use kick, I don't know if I can use my kickboxing skill for this. <laughs> uh, you're just, like, tackling him? Yeah. Um, actually, hang on a sec, I believe there is... It's usually, I always ask when I do a prowess roll if I can use my kickboxing. <laughs> There's wrestling to grab an opponent. Rushing, to rush an opponent, you must be a close to say. Prowess versus targets, prowess or coordination. Rushing attack does damage equal to the higher of strength plus one or movement plus one. Um, all right, let's just say you're going to test your prowess versus his prowess. And cool. if it's a connection, then we'll worry about that. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. I just, I don't think that kickboxing is helpful here. Come on, here we go. Okay, okay, okay. 11. 11. Uh, okay, that is. That is a moderate success. Uh, so you hit the target dealing full damage and may push the target. That's um, what I want. <laughs> okay, so you test. We're going out. Let's say you test, you know, do your damage test. Uh, and you may slam the target. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's a major success. 
Um, push the target, test strength versus strength with a moderate or better success, you move the target your normal move. Uh, failure means you suffer half damage around, but you didn't fail. So, um, okay, yeah, just make your regular damage roll. So that's strength and my aura? Yeah. Okay. Ten. Ten. Uh, okay, so that's, uh, that is a moderate success, so I think you deal five damage to Sonny. Uh, and he feels the burn, uh, not like in the working out in the gym way. Um, uh, he, you know, and, uh, yeah, just like you hear his, like, you know, it's gonna like, ah, as the fire hits him and you knock him back. And uh, yeah, we're gonna, she just, she just keeps pushing, like keeps moving. If he hits the ground, he hits the ground, but she's just going to keep plowing him. We're out of this building. There are, there is a medical procedure happening. Like <laughs> she just wants to get him out of the, of the unstable building. Yeah, I'd like to have... add that because I was standing right in front of Sunny the second that Benny flies through. I just and I know it's happening. I go ooh <laughs> as I watch it happen right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, Benny, you you hit him, and it's like you don't knock him off his feet, but you know, easily he just goes stumbling back right back out the door. That and she's just gonna in. like keep following him, like she's up in his face and is gonna like posturing fully at him, keeping his attention and maybe trying to be a little intimidating. But she is fully on fire, so who knows? <laughs> so that brings up Zol. Uh, who raises his hands at Sonny and fires off one of his nullification blasts. Do... Okay, and that's a success. So it brings Sonny's harmonic resonance control down from eight to three. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, so... He's not out of power, but he is much lower in power. It works. You see Sonny, like, he's got this, ah! And Joel is like, ah, I've got him! And and, and then Cyquin uh, uh, just charges at Sonny, and Cyquin has fast attack. So Cyquin just starts pummeling Sonny with all six arms. Uh, it does not roll very well, but still does... Four damage, I'll say, and uh, and then Cobble shoots the glue gun, uh, and that was coordination versus coordination. Over. Uh, and misses, uh, which brings us back to the top of the order, which is Sunny, uh, and Sunny like kind of steadies himself. <sighs> You're all protecting the killers. Fine. Then you all die with them. And he raises his hands and fires off his voice. Okay. All three, uh, no, just the two of you, uh, Vian and uh, Benny. Uh, how do you want to try and evade this? Vian is ghosted again. Yeah, oh, Vian's yeah. ghosted. Vian's yeah, good. So you're, you're yeah, good. ghosted. Benny, Prowess, you, ideally. And then, yeah, yeah, and then Cyclone, Cobble, and Zoe. Eight. Eight. All right. Everybody's okay because Sonny's power level has been so reduced by the nullification. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. <laughs> like, you know, you all feel a little bit of vibration, you know, it's like, like, feels like, you know, like a subway car just passed by beneath you or something. It's kind of so light, but then it steadies and you're all okay. And uh, before we get back to Vion, uh, let's go back over to Cadrax and Ulez. Um, yeah, Cadrax. You uh, you had nine stamina to begin with. 
and you are now okay i would say at this point uh the success rate you know i kind of got to make up this mechanic since this does not exactly exist but i'm going to say cadrax you are down uh, this takes six stamina from you you are down to three so you feel a little weak but you are otherwise okay uh and as you are watching ebos's you can you know as you've removed his bandages i would assume at this point ebos's wounds start healing up and, uh, you know, the fur doesn't grow back, but the burns kind of, you know, just fall off like dust. I like to imagine um, that as Ula's kind of pulls the power from Cadrax, Cadrax is already, like, they were already looking pretty flush. Um, and you can kind of see some of the color drain, what, you know, what color remains drain from them. And, like, Ula's brightens up for, like, just an instance, like, where they're, like, all of their, like, all their systems are online because they've kind of absorbed that stamina. And then they just transfer it back to uh, Homie on the bed. And, like, that's where you see, like, the fur or the the the, um, the burns and everything everything start to knit themselves together. Yeah. It's and there's great. a humming noise in the air from it, presumably, as, as the energy from... Ula's zings through the air and all of the vibration from the oh, voice yes. creates the light, the light and the thunder. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah, it's, you know, the, the light kind of just, because this is like a dark warehouse, you know, or factory that's got no actual light inside of it, except what's coming in through the cracks in the windows, your lights just like multicolored, you know, the whole room just kind of lights up like a disco ball and it's, you know, it's, it's great. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah, you can see that uh, Ebos is is kind of starting to come around and, you know, his yellow eyes kind of like pop open, you know, and uh, Vion, it is to you. Great. Uh, I would like to, I mean, I'm, I, I walk right through one of the walls because I'm a ghost and I would like to corporealize and then just kind of chop Sunny in the throat. I'm not sure if that, if that's where um, his abilities emanate from um uh, i don't know if his anatomy is analogous to ours but i know that you know i'm just that's off the top of my dome so i'm just gonna just chop him in the throat uh why don't you just make a prowess roll great okay eight all right um you hit him in the throat but Sonny's pretty tough bastard, and yeah. like he kind of, you know, as you hit him, it just kind of, you know, <clears throat> he kind of clears his throat and shoots you a freaking dirty look. But great, a ghost don't really again. I damage. don't. Great, great. And, yeah, keep keep looking, Sonny. And and that and that brings. Oh, were you trying to distract him? I mean, uh, is that like a maneuver you were trying to do? There? I've been uh, I've been kind of. I feel maybe similarly to Benny. I'm just kind of like. Stay in his face until Benny gets in. <laughs> Benny yeah, you know what? It's like it, it wouldn't have worked as a maneuver either. So it's like you know, it, it's fine. Just what? Happened okay, happened. yeah. Let's just flavor text um, then. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Benny, it is to you. All right, I'll hit him score in the chest. Uh, that is a, a prowess roll. Just I'm attempting to. I just want to keep him backing up. Like I don't know if this will, but that's kind of the intention. Was just I, she's following him, tackled him out, and she's gonna like you know like hit him in the shoulder and then just like full fist like to the solar plexus kind of a thing. Like keep fucking backing up. Like get away. <laughs> um, so, oh my goodness, really bad roll. However, that is a nine. All right. Uh, I rolled nine. a nine. Um. 
like a marginal success. I'll say it succeeds uh, okay. because he is sort of so overwhelmed by all his attackers right now. He's been burned. He has been pushed. He's, you know, he's disoriented because his, yeah. his powers aren't working. Yeah. He has a ghost in his face. You know, it, it, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty overwhelming. Um, so I, I will say that that is, uh, yeah, that it, that is a success. Uh, but cool. so another t- deal... t- ten. Ten. You did ten damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sunny is now kind of wobbly. He looks like a she's bit, just like... yeah. I'm just in his face. I'm continuing to like walk forward and like. He looks like he's on his last legs, uh, and and Zol, you know, is like I think we've got him, and he starts to raise his hands to fire a nullification blast, but then Cyquin jumps, leaps over Zol lands on Sonny and just comes down on top of him, delivering this like hard overall, just like fist to the top of his head. And and Sonny just goes down like, like a sack of bricks, unconscious. Is he, does, it, does he seem to be keep, like keep going at, at- Sunny, or is his like once after one hit, has he backed off? Uh, Cyquin stands over uh, Sunny and uh, kind of you know starts to raise their fists again. So B- Benny says, If you're fond of your fur, I'd take a step back. And and and, and Cyquin's, What? I don't know about you, but we're not in the business of killing. Back off, he's down. If, if he gets back to his feet, she ta- I take a step forward. We'll handle him then. Yeah, I'd listen to her. Make a willpower roll. Oh boy! Can I use a, de- a, a community determination to do stubborn as a mule? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes, I would love it. Okay. can do math 11 oh uh okay 11 wow okay so that is a moderate success oh, shit. And, uh uh yeah all the, these these characters all have pretty high willpower mm-hmm. and um uh Cyquin kind of you will regret this we'll see back off and they fold all of their arms and shoot you a dirty look. I cross mine, and we'll just st- we'll have a stare off. That's what they want. And uh, Zol kind of looks around, kind of nervously. You hear sirens in the distance, you know, as you know, you just completely devastated that electric, you know, the electrical switching station. And 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 Zol is like, I think we better get in. And he kind of grabs Sonny and starts like dragging him back inside. And... I'll help him carry Sonny. Mm. Okay. I'm going to pull my fire down to just my hands again, so I'm not as much of a sore thumb <laughs> if people walk by. Yeah, and you get inside, and uh, uh, Cyclone looks over just in time to see Ebos kind of awkwardly sitting up in the bed. <sighs> and Ebos, did it work? And he kind of looks down. Cool! You are conscious. And 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 Cyquin runs over, and the two siblings kind of hug each other. Uh, and Cyquin's, uh, I, 
was sure you were going to die. And Zol looks over at you, Kadrax. Now what? You tell me. Do you need justice for my blood? I would like to step just forward a little bit. And I have a real feeling that, you know, Vion's got like his hands in his pockets, real 1960s Hollywood lawyer sort of situation here. Yeah, you know, I asked the question earlier, what's the difference between justice and revenge? Revenge is personal. It don't make the world any safer. Might make you feel better for a little bit, but that's revenge. Justice, it makes it safer for everybody. So, General, if you're going to make a decision for justice and in the spirit of justice, I just hope you keep that in mind. That's all. Okay. And can I add performance on this? Do you want to take a community determination? Because that was a really good speech. <laughs> yeah, can I? <laughs> yeah, can yeah. I have one more. This is our okay. last one. Uh, right I, I have you down to one, actually, if he takes this. Oh, uh, I, okay. I won't say no. Uh, okay, that's going to bring me to in nine. It wasn't a great roll. <laughs> and uh, Zoll kind of looks at you as... I'm not sure that this is justice, but it doesn't seem right to take your friend's life. I am going to make them your responsibility if they turn against this world. We will bring justice to you. If you interfere with this world, are you any better than the Knights of the Blue? I have long since lost the luxury of making such distinctions. But I will think about your words. General? Take them with you. And he points to the two electrical workers in the corner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I have a, a wanted poster for them. It's very artistic, you know? Uh, hey, Ulez, look at... Finding food for them. Yeah, we'll take them. Ulez, we just cracked our first case. <gasps> this was a success. May we fist bump? And uh, yeah, um, uh, you fist bump, and uh, yeah, you, you you grab those two electrical workers. And uh, uh, anything else you want to do uh, with this uh, with with Ebos, uh, Cobble, Cyclin, and Zol before you head off? Can Ulez? Um, they're going to approach Ebos. I would like to ask for your friendship. You seem like you could use one, and I would like to offer my services as your friend. And, and, and he's, you know, when you make your roll of willpower thing, he just kind of beams a smile at you and uh, all, all, all three of his remaining arms kind of come up with like fists on them. Yes. And I can only match two of them. <laughs> yeah. And he, he kind of matches two to one and then one to the other. And he's like, yeah, we're friends. 
And 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 Joel kind of rolls his eyes. Teenagers. I am Ulez. It has been wonderful to meet you. We got a party someday. I worry about what that will entail, but I look forward to it. And uh, the electrical worker guys are like, can we get out of here now? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, and we'll peel them from the walls. <laughs> yeah, Cobble's got a thing that uh, sort of dissolves the, the glue. And uh, and yeah, um, you kind of help them, you know, out the door. And uh, As I we're... take the sack of potatoes that is my fellow member of the choir mm-hmm. since he's yeah. my responsibility you take Sonny and um, Zol says before you go you are brethren we buried them behind this factory they were given rights against my better judgment All of them? All of them. Thank you. I am sorry it had to be this way. I look back over my shoulder, almost checking to see Sonny's still unconscious and can't hear it. And turn back to Sol. Be it needed to be. And he looks like he's about to say something, but he can't come up with any words. Goodbye. Peaceful travels. And to you. And you turn and you start heading out the door with Sunny over your shoulder. As we step out, I do want to like angle my head towards the direction that they pointed out and kind of look at the doctor and just kind of like a silent, do you want to visit? I think huh. it's it's the uh, another look uh, to to Sonny, like definitely mm-hmm. not with him and while he's unconscious. Yep. And everything yeah. is too much right now. Mm-hmm. Benny will flames off entirely and will kind of like give the doc like a squeeze to the shoulder and we'll move move forward. And uh, as you stand outside, Zol sort of moves inside. And uh, he, he reaches to close the door. And, and as he's closing the door, you kind of hear a pop. And then, like, another pop. And Zol turns around, and he's like, what? And, and then you see, like, a green flash behind him. And then next to him, boom, two green robe figures appear and grab him. <clears throat> and then he vanishes with them. And all four of them are gone. Not the brother. And on that, we will see you next week. Thank you so much, everybody. We worked so hard. Oh, Oh, God.
journey to the center of the backstory. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Man, that could be my my new favorite episode. Uh, okay, I took you over time already. Real quick, uh, let's start with uh, Omar Najam. Let the good people know where they can find you. Uh, hey, I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. And uh, also, I am uh, writing episodes, or not episodes, chapters of a book by Vion Bigger, uh, which go up in uh, Q Times Discord. So check that out. And then on Saturdays, uh, libra- our friend Librarian Liz is reading them, which is so wonderful and amazing. So please check all of that out. The book is great. That The readings are great. Oh, my God. The book is so good. Uh, it's You have no idea how many feels are in there. It's only up to chapter three. But, okay, Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. You can find me on Twitter at KKAMABR for links to all the things that I'm doing. Uh, you can catch me doing other tabletop RPG things on uh, Rule of Lore Twitch channel, um, where we play Infinite Horizon, which is our uh, supers sci-fi science fiction space-faring cipher system game. Uh, it's a good time. Be Zelda. What's up? My name is B Zelda. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster. Every other Monday we release Broadswords episodes. I am a regular TTRPG streamer. On Tuesdays you can catch me on Roll20. On Wednesdays you can catch me on at Salty Sweet Games. On Fridays you can catch me streaming Space Bears on at Nomadic's channel. And on Sundays I stream Cobalt Press right before I'm here. B is very busy. Um... And of course, busy bee, you might say, <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> never get tired of that. Uh, and uh, yeah, our star for today who rocked it, uh, Sam DeLev. Ensemble drama. Thank you very much. Hey, I'm Sam DeLev. When you don't see me uh, processing alien trauma and recovering from a failed colonialist mindset, well, hopefully I'm doing that one every day of the week, uh, but you can catch the rest of the things I'm doing as a role-playing performer and variety streamer throughout the Twitcher net. Uh, you can get my schedule on my Twitch about page. That's twitch.tv slash Delevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y, and all of the ad hoc performances and weird things that I do and retweets of thoughts of people who have better words than mine at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Big thanks to all of you. You are the bestest. I, I, I deserve none of you, but I'm thankful that I conned you into playing with me. Oh, no, we're the lucky ones. Uh, we'll argue about that later. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG, and I will be back here next week with uh, all these incredible folks uh, to uh, find out what happens next. And on that the theater goes dark and we are in Port Ruby. The year is 1611. It's night and we are in the bay between what will someday be Barrensdale and Murr Island. There is a ship, a kind of big age of exploration era, you know, sloop or whatever they call it. Uh, and uh, the crew all stands at the side of the deck looking over the, you know, over the rail into the water, and right beside the ship in the water is a small raft, and on it there is a man. I would cast him as Ray Fines, and a woman. I would cast her as a Helena Bonham Carter, and uh, a very young boy. And uh, the woman carries a baby in her arms, and that baby is crying. And the man shouts up at the people on the deck, "I beg you not to do this!" And uh, one of the sailors shouts back, "And we begged you to take us home, Captain Murr, but you said." We had to keep exploring your new world. Well, 
You like it so much, you and your family can stay. And Murph shouts back, Maroon me if you must, but please return my wife and my children. None of this is their fault. And the seller responds, so they can report on our mutiny? I think not. And, and the large ship's sail goes up and the wind catches the sail and begins to pull the ship south, leaving the raft behind. And Captain Murr and his family cling to the raft as, as, as the ship moves away from them. And, and uh, Mrs. Murr says, turns to her husband, what, what do we do? We can't survive on this raft. And Captain Murr says, uh, we'll, we'll paddle for the shore and then maybe... And before you can finish the sentence, there's this strange sound, like a super low rumble, like, like, a, like a whale song, but like deeper and louder and scarier. And the water suddenly begins to stir and churn. And before they know it, it the whole bay is just full of waves and they're, they're, they're trying their hardest to stay on the raft. And the Murs look around into the dark water and in the distance, they see the silhouette of the ship rocking back and forth. And then stops moving and Mrs. Murray says, Harold, what's happening? And the ship suddenly pulls down and starts crackling and crumbling beneath the waves and just disappears under the water. And in a blink of an eye, it is completely gone, leaving no wreckage behind. And the Murrs instinctively grab and brace each other and, and, their, and their children. And then nothing happens. The water goes still, and the family just floats on the raft, bewildered and terrified, as we cut to black. See you next week. Thanks for playing with us. Oh, hey, it's B Zelda. And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your reviews help other fans find the show, and that really helps us out, too. If you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, you can give us a follow on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. That way you can get some news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else that we do.